Hello, hello. Oh, man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Like always, at least recently, we started doing this. We're going to play a little tune first. Talk about it. The benefit, Tyler Perry, Bond BT. <laughs> What's the benefit? Uh, DC trying to get reparations now, along with all the other eight. Like, was it like eight states involved now? gotta play this version you can't not play this version right here damn right <laughs> <laughs> I had talking his shit. <laughs>
Lost in the Script, episode 110, The Benefit. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? Let's Shut talk up. about New Jack City. <laughs> what, New what? Jack City is literally the government. What do you mean? They came, in that episode, they came in, they killed the man, oh, like yeah. them putting the man out of the house. The crack was the welfare. Can you, can you say crack as welfare? I think it is. Them yes. Relying on. Okay. All right. Classic to, movie, but damn, that movie was savage. <laughs> it was a good movie, though. Shout out to everyone. Regina, George. What up? Anna, Luciana. Katie. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Regina, Grand, Vicious to Duke, to Travis, and to the gods and goddesses in the chat. George, you ready for today's lesson, asshole? <laughs> you talking to Regina. Tell the truth who's really talking shit while... <laughs> we was all talking shit about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was talking shit about you. Dude was talking shit about whoa, whoa, whoa. you. We're not talking and shit. Eastwood was talking shit about you. Nah, nah, we're not talking shit. Now nah, you can't, can't lie Luciana, hello. OJ's time to put foot to the ass. <laughs> New Jack City's a classic. KD, up, hello, Katie, family. Travis Crack is... It's fair to prepare for what is about to happen next. Ain't shit about to happen next. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? Hopefully you had a good week, peaceful week, stress-free week. It's uh, the weather is uh, bipolar. 
Cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. Trying to get people sick about, out here. People been talking about the weather all over the place a lot recently. Have you noticed that? Yeah. <laughs> people always bring up the weather. Because <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, there's something going on. Well, Shout well, out to... Oh, Pop, should I say. Shelly. What up? All right, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. We got some studies to get to. It's a lot of shit going down today. So if you are a tether... Rock the block, baby. <laughs> you a tether? Rock the block, baby. <laughs> you ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> You're gonna get lit up today. All right, yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, let's get right into it. So, Tyler Drinky, Perry, if you here today, you gotta take these shots. <laughs> Tyler Perry reportedly makes history as the first African American to acquire two major TV networks. That is BET and VH1. I didn't know. When they link VH1 to BET, I mean, I guess you would say it had to happen. Bad television, they, bad television. So wow, that's how y'all talk about your own is, network. They complement one another. <sighs> it's a shame what y'all do. To so your Tyler own. had the money. Well, yeah. Oh, uh, well, he probably, I ain't gonna. He probably had a group behind him, more than likely, that helped him. A group behind him, Pauls. <laughs> they helped him get the, <laughs> the, the money necessary. Now. When they went back and when they was talking about this a few months ago about who could possibly get it, uh, BZ is dead. <laughs> you know what? And and white people give it to you when they when stuff yeah, when is no longer worth no anything. That's why black people. Obama is, became a president mm-hmm. at his peak. You ain't touching it. They bought it. They wanted it. Now that it's down, it's not really talked about enough. You know, Brian let me down. Yeah, Byron. Uh, you wanted Byron Allen to have it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I would prefer for Byron Allen to have it. I, I do think some people put their name in a sweepstakes just to be in the headlines. Like, I don't think Diddy and a few other people ever was really trying to buy it. Well, I, Diddy don't pay people. I think so they, I don't think they wanted his ass to uh, to purchase it. <laughs> I think they were just trying to get into the headlines or whatever. What happened to State of the Culture? It just never came back after the... Uh, after the uh, Honorable Santa, she gave hand claps to Mr. Perry... Interesting, love and hip hop moved to VH1. So, what shows are left for VH1? I said that too. I was just about to say that. That's crazy that they moved. Oh, MTV, you meant? Uh, VH, uh, love and hip hop to MTV. And then because it, it was on VH1. So after they moved it, then they sold it. I don't know. So that must be the only one that they feel is profitable. The only well, show. It I is. told you, Tyler Perry, he really wouldn't do the. Uh, I don't think he would the do the reality TV. show route anyway. If it's successful, he would have kept it. At some point, when you go from being a creative when you own something like that that's worth as, as much money as we assume it's worth you won't profit so he probably would have no question kept those shows going if it was profitable but, but shout out to tyler he can't do no worse than what anybody else has done yeah i don't think he'll do more maybe he'll have me he'll probably have megan and harry at the bet awards <sighs> by the way i just saw a story maybe they'll get their own reality tv show so they can get some money I, you know it's funny are you you might be saying that as a joke or maybe you're serious but the fact that they gave, what's that Gary Owen dude a show on BET? I wouldn't be surprised. When they gave him a show, it was already, it was dead at that point. But what was I about to say? Oh, uh, you know, um, it's just, it's funny to me. <laughs> this is just a off story, but Chief Keith, the rapper out of Chicago, known for Don't Like and All Those Songs. You know, <laughs> I didn't know this. He got banned from BET back in 2013 because he didn't show up to one of his in part when he was scheduled to. He was banned for 10 years. Now they're letting him back go to the BET Awards. And I'll, I'll ask you to go ahead and read what she had to say. They, uh, they corporate and hijack the culture just like hip-hop. It's all dead. Like Travis Research, it's going nowhere. <laughs> On Bassiana, Brian, his name is Byron. Yeah, yeah. 
Vossie when he was on the Breakfast Club and made a comment about nobody can control what his children watch because of representation while forgetting his children are white passing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was my main issue with Byron is that his wife is white. Well, you went with him because you said that you feel like news, politics is what's important He right would have been focused. On more politics. Even though he ain't, I mean, his shit ain't no better than The Roots sometimes. I wouldn't compare it to The Roots. I wouldn't compare it to The Roots. Well, I'm going to compare it. It's comparable to The Roots. Oh, but a point I was making. Chief keep going back to one of uh, uh, BT for the uh, Hip Hop Awards or whatever, the BT Awards. And one of his part, one of the most popular shows on BT was in located in New York. And I asked you the question, him in 2013, because that was around the time, wasn't Bow Wow on it at that point? I don't know. So wasn't that be around the time when it was kind of dying down, nobody was really paying attention to 106 Park? Is it possible? The reason why 106 kind of failed a little bit is because New York's standing in hip-hop wasn't as big at that point. Yeah, that can be viewed. If 106 Park Why y'all was, keep calling that man? I think his name is Bri- Byron. Byron. It's an O. <laughs> is it possible that the show if it was located in a different city maybe like Atlanta would 106 and Park had a longer standing than it did I can't say that because they still have people they have other artists from other places around the country coming to 106 and Park so my, well, my point it doesn't is, make a difference on where it's located yes, it's it about did. the guests that you get on the no, show no, no. If, if, if New York doesn't have the standing it used to have which is I had to go to New York as a rapper now I don't yeah, I'm not going to one system part. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Hopefully VH1 goes back to music uh, history channel. That's what I remember it being when I was a child. Exactly. I used to watch it early in the morning. See, back then you watched. It was all drawn as a music. Yeah. It came on VH1. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, all type of music playing on, on the TV. But anyway. Uh, in major development of the entertainment industry, BT has become black. Wait, hold home. on, can we say the same and ask that BT also go back to music? music? But that's what we should. I think the real reason why BT went away from music is because of the internet. I can go. Let's be honest. When One Hundred and Park was popping, they didn't play the whole songs, and people would complain about it. So they went from a thirty-minute show to an hour show, and they still wasn't playing the whole song. But they also didn't want to go the route completely of a news show either. Hip hop news, which who, is now would be considered a podcast. Who still has cable nowadays? Uh, people still like besides the internet. <laughs> and major development from the entertainment industry, BC has become black owned once again after 21 years, while VH1 for the first time now also boasts of Af- an African. It wasn't black owned then. Uh huh. It wasn't black owned then. What do you mean? It wasn't black owned then. What are you talking about? I'm just making a blanket statement, dude. We don't need to go into further. No. Who- it was owned by, it's okay. by a black man. If you black, say so. You said they didn't own it. Yeah, go ahead to the next uh, topic. Conspiracy theories. According to a longtime <laughs> friend and te- television personality, Rolanda Watts, Tyler Perry has cemented his place in history by acquiring uh, the two major net tele- television networks, making him the first African-American to do so. The acquisition follows the news that Paramount Global has sought to sell a majority stake in BET. Earlier this year, the renowned actor, filmmaker, director, producer, and entrepreneur expressed optimism about purchasing BT, stating his keen interest if it were a possibility. Um, he acknowledged the unrestricted nature of the acquisition, stating, I've been there for four years now. It had tremendous success. If that is possible. I'm very, very interested in making as much of it as I can. I'll take it as much of it as I can. I'm going to say. Oh, but I, I saw this right here. It says, Since its launch, the BT Plus streaming service has experienced remarkable success. In 2021 alone, BT was responsible. BT Plus, I'm sorry 
was responsible for half of the subscribers and nearly all revenue growth of the channel. Yeah. How many shows he got on there already? Like seven? The like majority of the movies? shows is him. <laughs> now, I will say this. One of the critiques people I keep making is Tyler Perry don't hire writers. What up, Kifa? <laughs> people are making a point that Tyler Perry doesn't hire writers. So will he be too busy now to force people to use his scripts only? Or will he finally allow people maybe to expand? He'll give, maybe he'll give people a chance. Give me one more chance. Give me, give me one more chance. Yeah. Richie. No, uh, Kifa don't make no damn crap cakes. She done told you I asked that over and over, George. Honorable Sienna, we don't need BET going back to music because they were playing gatekeepers to the culture. Today they're pushing a global black perspective that pushes us to the bottom. Oh, you think BET start playing Afrobeat? Oh, reggae? that's true. I did forget that, but we, but I don't think it would go over very well. What do you mean? With the Afrobeats. Well, it's funny, she... Hip-hop. Travis back to selective reading again. This shit going to be good today. Wait until the music drop. <laughs> the mic drop. <laughs> I mean the mic drop. Shit. All right. Conflating reports about Tyler Perry. This is an article before I guess it was confirmed. I just want to show there's some of the reactions people have. You know, people give him praise. You know, he started out homeless according to his story. Then he ended up owning BT. You know, all the, the praise that he got. Um, we also have people that were <laughs> against it. Um, although at some at at some point, would you rather it be owned by who it was owned by, which is Viacom, or would you rather it be owned by a black person? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you had a strong opinion on who you would I had want a, to own. It wasn't a strong opinion. You told me to choose between three people. I didn't want to choose between any of them. If I had to make a life and death situation an that you would put me in, I, I didn't chose pull your teeth to give an answer. That's it. I didn't pull your teeth to give an answer. Travis non-reading ass, your non-typing ass. Typos all in the damn comment section from your ass. Slow read, bitch. Your brain got to catch up with your mouth. <laughs> sure. But anyway, I didn't. At least pull I your, got a brain. I didn't pull your teeth to make to make a choice. Are you going to keep drilling the subject? Yes, I, am, I, I you, really don't care who owns the channel, what they do with the damn channel. Care, I don't though. watch it. Now I don't, don't support care. it. I don't give a about it. Now you don't care. They're all in bed with each other. So it doesn't matter. That's true, Kifa. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'll let you get away with it this time. Somebody made a joke right here. This is Tyler Perry presents BET, written by Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, produced by Tyler Perry. Hairstyling by Tyler Perry. <laughs> uh, for the BET, black, uh, BET is black-owned again audience. Fascism mirrors fascism in the quest to replace one ruling order with another. Tyler Perry, anything, is nothing to be proud of. And that's some people's opinion. Travis don't give a damn. I say at least it's black on again. Nah, Travis not standing on it. How am I not standing on it? I said I would prefer Byron Ireland to uh, get the network. He didn't get it. I don't care if he got it or he didn't get it. I, I'm not upset about Tyler Perry getting it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I don't watch BET or VH1. Speaking to Honorable Sienna's point about them pushing black music to the bottom, at least black American music artists to the bottom. There's been a thing people have been keeping track of about billboard recently that there's no uh number one hip-hop album has been number one in 2023 so far this is the first time in 30 years so are there other genres of music that don't make the but this is the first time hip-hop has not had a number one okay it happens it's been 30 years okay but as in since hip-hop became the number one it hasn't 
not went this long without Who's a Who's out here producing great music and hip-hop right now? You think that's what it is? It's a I'm lack just asking of good, a question. You think it's a lack of good hip-hop music? I, I think it's a lack of a lot of things. It's found? Uh, I, I don't think the music that they put out is very good. Like, I don't like drill but you don't music. Want, I don't you, like trap music. There's more than just that as hip-hop, though. Those are the subcultures or some subgenres, should I say. Okay. What's mainly being produced out here in hip-hop? What do they talk about mainly? Well, Don't people mainly hip-hop? talk about drill? Well, right now, let's be honest, the, the biggest, uh, the most been talked about uh, artists is a female. Rap artist. Oh, so you, you're blaming it on the females oh, being the... No. Here we go. Here we go. So the reason why you're saying that there's no hip-hop album or song that has hit number one in 2023 is because the the females in hip-hop are running the scene and they're just not able to get a number one hip-hop song? No, it's because the biggest artists aren't dropping records, what I believe. Okay. And the the, the new generation of big hip-hop artists kind of got... Something, something happens to every last one of them to where their trajectory just fell off the map. You don't support black TV like Boondocks. Stay consistent when it comes to the black community. The music is mostly garbage. <laughs> Majority of the people turn into BT for the awards show only. I got the subscription from Monique and canceled immediately. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> There's no subgenre for the real music for back in the day versus trash today. So y'all think it's just bad music? It's I think there are good music. artists. What are the good artists? I just, I'm, you know. Go ahead. There expound. Are good, there, are, there are good artists who just aren't considered. Can we get a name? There are good artists yeah, who exactly. aren't being pushed by mainstream. But nobody's going to press you on this. Press not give, it, give a name. Give an artist. Why well, got to get a, get a name? Yeah, you don't have to provide The biggest anything. artists aren't dropping, though, or haven't dropped But you said year. there's good music out here. Tell it us is, a song not, that is good right now. They aren't big. Why would I do that? Yeah, why would you? Because you can't say shit. <laughs> the recent hip-hop story annoys me because they claim everyone and everything is hip-hop, but it seems like they're looking for specific people to go Number one. Exactly. I agree with that too. But also, they also made a point that other genres are getting more popular. So is it possible that it's taking some of the listenership from hip hop? I don't think that's a thing, but you know. Most just, people don't want to hear women rap about their vaginas. Just saying. I mean. <laughs> but see, she was brave enough to say it but and you not, weren't. That's not my main opinion. That's not my main point. Or my opinion as to why I believe Crap there hasn't been change morning. the world. Cook them today and watch them, you know. The unity and hope for tomorrow. Peace to the gods and goddesses. Shout out to Brady Fly. Bri? To blame for the to blame for the drops and hits. There hasn't been a hip hop album or song atop the Billboard 200 and Hot 100 chart this year. Billboard reports the genre absence from number one spot represents the largest such stretch. In a calendar year since 1993, six hip-hop artists, Tyler, the Creator, Puts a T, Future, Kendrick Lamar, Gunna, and Lil Durk had already seen albums earn early honors by this time in 2022, while Jack Harlow and Future and Drake, Wait For You, had bagged number one singles. Billboard speculates that the year's hip-hop void may be due, may to do with the most popular and relatable artists not releasing new projects, in addition to the inability of others like Dirk and Youngboy Never Broke Again to secure new uh, wins on the Billboard 200. I just think there's no there's no superstars no more. And it's not just music. We said it's about acting. <laughs> we said it's about every... There's no superstars. It's like the industry has completely abandoned the concept of building someone up slowly. Uh, the industry full of tethers. Grandly flawed. Hip-hop originally meant heal and poetry helping our people. Uh, Regina, we can get you. 
but in every facet of entertainment, there really aren't any new superstars, and the people they try to push aren't really marketable, really. So it, it, that's R and B, hip hop, any genre you can think of. It just there's no new people. Then they can't sing, and they use a whole bunch of auto tune. Travis is the R and B Nazi, by the way. So please understand, he holds people to a very high standard in R and B. Uh, Virginia said, "Duke, you already stated that this is hip hop's 50th year." Did you say 30th or 50th? 50, I think I said... You said 50th, 30th. No. When I say 30th? Uh, I thought you said 30th. I said, right, it's 30 years. Maybe that was a plan, and now we're at the end of it. It served its purpose. Yeah, get that trash out of here. It served its purpose, and let's be done with it. So hip-hop is trash? Honorable Sian ain't gonna get me. Nah, hip-hop is trash? <laughs> what What is being produced now is trash. Uh, by yeah. the way, since you're talking about throw it away, I saw. Oh, here we go. I saw a South African make a list of the top house music. Now, personally, I'll be honest, I don't listen to house music. But he made a list of house music. And he put the American house music at the, at the bottom at number eight. And all the Americans in the chat was like, how are you going to put America at the bottom when they are the ones who created it? And they were saying, well, you guys started it and then abandoned it. So now other people are doing it. Do you think that's a justification to dismiss American creators? Same thing will happen with hip hop. If black Americans just said, all right, we don't we ain't dealing with hip hop no more, we're moving on. If other people start doing hip hop and they start getting ranked above what we consider our legends in hip hop, would there be a problem? If they want to take it on, let them take it on. They've taken on everything else. <laughs> Shit. All right. Next Jordan, up. why are you? I don't understand. You have so much smoke for me. I, I, I wasn't the only. Everybody's talking shit about you. Let it go, George. Damn 90s babies. What did he say? There's no superstars because too many people. Pushing agendas in the boardroom. Board yeah, yeah. All right, next up. Floyd Mayweather exhibition fight against John Gotti ends in a brawl. Not, I don't care about the brawl. I want to make a point. But Floyd obviously doing these exhibitions for quick money. He ends up Is getting, it below him if he does this type of stuff? How's it blowing? So I'm getting paid millions of dollars to fight no, somebody. Somebody said it's, it's below him. Like when they were doing that brawling and fighting and all that. Yeah, bro. This dude tried to do it. Okay. So let me show a quick little video of it. But basically, he did a little exhibition to make a quick few dollars. <laughs> and the dude wanted to fight afterwards. Let up! Let up! All right. So as you see here, they get into a little brawl. I'm gonna fast forward it, and uh, he tried to fight Floyd. <laughs> but by the way, Floyd caught him with his counter right here, and it hurt him. <laughs> Look, he got up. <laughs> but after this, this is John Gotti the third. This is the son or grandson, should I say, of John Gotti the mob boss of you know, Gotti. His sister, this John Gotti dude's sister, came out and said something about Floyd, and said that he she was going to get his daughter. She said, your daughter was, this is the sister of John Gotti II, third, I'm sorry. Said, your daughter was ran through by an animal with 12 different baby mamas, the little circus animal. All you, uh, you're all a pack of zoo animals. I swear on my kids, <laughs> I'm coming for your daughter in maybe two years, three years from now, but I'm coming cunt. <laughs> so you got a, a, a dead crime family. When I say dead, I mean, it has no real power no more threatening Floyd Mayweather who has had plenty of threats on his life by the way people don't talk about the Floyd Mayweather has had multiple 
uh, attempts on his life throughout his career, you don't think he has people that will do more than just protect him? They kill for him. I mean, we saw what happened to his bodyguard. We thought he was trying to get his bodyguard out of here. <laughs> we saw what happened to his ex-wife. Oh, here you go. You really think that's <laughs> what that was? Yes, I do. But you also said his uncle too, who was like, yes, I do. Really sick. Do you think it's sacrificed him too? Yeah, I do. You. I'm gonna show. Well, I'm just gonna go past it. Yeah. All right. We're going to go back to this topic right here because they had a funeral and some very strange things were said at his funeral. DC Young Fly gives impassioned eulogy to his partner, Miss Jackie O, at Atlanta Memorial. All right. So, uh, it says DC Young Fly, uh, his longtime partner and mother of his three children, Miss Jackie O, over the weekend. Miss Jackie O, born Jacqueline Smith, was memorialized Saturday in Atlanta at Jackson Memorial Baptist Church in lavish celebration of her life. We know, we know, we know. He gave his speech, and some people felt like his speech was um, selfish, and he really talked about himself. He says, I love you. I still didn't watch his. You still didn't watch it? I didn't watch it. I, I love forgot. you. I love you, Jack. These kids are beautiful, man. He uh, he even added a uh, levity jokingly that he was trying to have more children, uh, yada, yada, yada. And I want our kids to understand that you uh, you had a beautiful soul. You didn't leave us. You're in heaven. Your spirit is with us. You're still here. And we got an amazing support system. You got a beautiful support system. Everybody is here. Keep God first. And always remember, do not complain. You may have a valid reason to lose your mind, but you don't mean it's right. Because I got a valid reason to go buck wild, but that's not going that's going not going to get me and my children and my family nowhere. Yada, yada, yada. But the father had a speech. You know, people should stop saying that people in heaven. What do you mean? Because not everybody making it. Well, nobody's in heaven or hell right now. You just waiting. Well, white people definitely in hell. No, they waiting like everybody else. <laughs> when, they, when they die, they go to the spiritual realm and just wait. No, nothing about the Bible. Hold on. Are they separated? Yeah, it's different levels. <laughs> there are places that's the ghetto. <laughs> it's the ghetto. <laughs> Are they in the ghetto? They in the ghettos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's completely reversed. <laughs> there. They in the ghettos. All right, let me play this right quick. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be holy and acceptable sight. I'd like to share with thank everybody for coming out and showing your support and love my daughter, Jacqueline Marie Smith. Before I say this, I'd like to, I don't know nothing about the Bible, but in Romans chapter 13, this is for the peace officers. I'm a peace officer myself. It says that every soul shall be subject to the higher power. So the Bible says, I think, I would suggest 
every police officer in the, in the world put uh, Romans chapter 13 on there. It says that we are not a terror to good works, but to evil. To leave that right there. I'd like to share a, a moment in the X and Bat family. A few years ago, my daughter, uh, Brooke, and they would always do this throughout the years, wondering, who is daddy's favorite baby? He started out this <laughs> talking about peace officers and how the police. He t- I don't know. He's talking about racism there. Uh, yeah, he was. Police brutality. His voice, the way he talked. <laughs> this dude is, I don't know. Who's the favorite? And my daughter, Brooke, would tell Jacqueline, Oh, I'm daddy's favorite. Oh, I'm the favorite. You said it's Huh? KD said the same thing I said. Why the white glove? Why the one white glove? Maybe trying to be like Michael Jackson. <laughs> He's not trying to be like Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know. He's probably a Mason. That's what I was about said, to say. No, 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 no. He's a Mason. Yeah. I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite. Let's ask him. <laughs> he must be from Atlanta. <laughs> no, he can be from California. All of my baby bats are the favorite. Yes, Jacqueline was my first favorite because she was my first baby. Okay, we're just going to get to the crazy part of here. Let's get to the fucking part. What is that? <laughs> uh, shout out to Regina. She what? sent this in a comment section. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was pretty much telling us about uh, the father. She got it from uh, Cynthia G. <laughs> wow, this is not, this is uh, another page. I got no, I'm saying up. she went to Cynthia oh, G. Okay. Y'all know who that is. Yeah, yeah. And she got it from her. I went and looked. And I was like, when he said that. Well, first he said that uh, Adam and Eve were not black or white. But then by the end, he said that Adam was black, was a black man, and Eve had to be white because the uh, the Most High took the rib from Adam and it was pink. So the white woman is the man, the black man's so, natural mate. That's what he said. This. Let me say this. He seems like he more than likely dabbles in the uh, teachings of one of those camps. I know DC Young Fly has it said that he follows some of those beliefs. That's so crazy. <laughs> but I'm not surprised that he believed that, considering, obviously. But why would you use the moment of your child's death to justify you being with a white woman? Go ahead. This some shit George would say. This is George in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the white, the white woman is Eve. Because remember, he out here repopulating. Oh Lord, uh, Travis is hell. Just listen to him. The confusion is real. Everything he opens his mouth, half truth oozes out like the '90s serpent, baby. He actually is. Dude, Dude is sus. sus. You always talking about somebody sus. <laughs> Honorable Sienna, DC is a prime example of black men dating white women for their looks and treating them like shit. Her black single father was also white obsessed. He for he reminds me of Tommy Davidson on Living Color. I don't yeah. fuck with Tommy Davidson. I do not like him. He's not funny at Travis all. Travis literally dislike whole movies because that man got a, a role in the movie. He dressed for the below the down low. He for weirdo. Why the one uh, white glove? I said the same thing. Probably Freemason. He looked like his daily diet is sausage. 
her dad went from weird to weirdo to weirdest what about her well that's that, that's the same thing they said about dc young fly speech yeah it really wasn't about her but go ahead he must be from atlanta uh, on Luciana, uh father was cringe like Nipsey Hussle's mother at the home going. Uh, George, he swallowed all his... George, George, hold on, hold on. George. Travis, paying attention to only the weird shit. Ho, oh, George, bro. You gotta chill out with the... He ain't gonna stop. So it's bruh. just pointless. That's just how he is. <laughs> like, it's in his nature. Everybody looking around to it. Come on, bro. It's nothing. It's like a family member. We just tolerate shit. And just move on and ignore him. He like that. DC young fly shit. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about uh, Regina. When the, the the guy got the coaching job, and you thought you had already said that earlier. And people yeah. were like, "Oh, you finally got a, a black man get a coaching job." And he was like, "Oh, I love my white wife." He made sure to let it be known, "Don't come behind me, rally behind me as this black uh, face and all this stuff." I love my white wife. Like, damn, Regina. He's like the NC coach. I love my wife. She's white. Poor timing. <laughs> On with Sienna, what camps? Those, Hebrew Israelites camps, the right? The Hebrew Israelite camps, definitely. Some of those camps are, are way off. Like, uh, we ain't gonna say it. Say it. I ain't gonna say it. You can say it. Uh, bad boy can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ignore Drew's face. So, yeah, but I will say that. I'm gonna ask you a question. I asked you a question off oh, mic a few days ago. Are funeral, are, having a funeral, are they innately selfish? I mean, we, we, no. we said that a funeral is honoring the person who passed, but is it really more about the people telling the world how much they gonna miss this person? Are they not always already at that point making it about them? I didn't make it about me at my mother's funeral. I didn't say you did. I'm saying most people at a funeral, if you get up there to talk and got to tell the world how much you gonna miss them, and you're constantly making the stories about your experience, is that not selfish? I can't. I can't. I can't tell somebody how to. Okay. If someone is, if someone is sick, right, and they're not in a good way, they're in pain. Yeah. From the end of their life, and they want to go, but people are constantly just sending them to every doctor they can, bring every, to keep them. Is that not selfish? That is selfish. Then when they do go, when you cry, obviously you mourn somebody, but at some point it becomes. You selfishly just wanted them to be in pain with you. You selfishly wanted them to be in pain so you can not have to let them go because you enjoy their company. Exactly. Is that not selfish? That is selfish. So when that's I... why when our mother said she did not want to suffer anymore, we had to accept it and not. Yeah. Well, we weren't going to change it no way. Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't. Yeah. It, it, it was what it was going to be. That was the craziest experience. I, obviously, the certainly that traumatic was it traumatic or was it one of those things that's just life changing as far as it's something in your life that dramatically changes it was life changing and life altering for me but was it would you call that traumatic it was traumatic for it was me traumatic okay it was uh oh hebrew israelite camp okay i was just wondering i'm not reading that it, it could be one of those camps too Virginia. i just said the ones that i think would say something like that but he talked about the rib and all that stuff but i funeral, would not be surprised if it were nuwabians and something like that too george our funeral is a homecoming kifa having it televised is selfish i agree with that uh yeah it is for those left behind so selfish um it's a celebration for those going home in christ it's about the joy and the hope we have for them that go before us it's not about us. It's about Christ for you, a Christian. 
if you're a Christian. Oh, a funeral? I don't think modern funerals are that. I think modern funerals are more vanity, I believe. It, it was vanity. Like I want to make Nipsey... sure you got the best casket with the most flowers. It, like All that yeah. matters at a funeral for perception sake, especially if it's on television. Like that dude that was at Nipsey Hustle funeral, and he said that we got to look out for our light-skinned daughters. Yeah. That was just weird. He said that at the funeral? He said that at the funeral. Yeah, we have to look out for our... What does... People just say dumb shit. People get in front of cameras and talk crazy, bro. I, I don't get it. But, you know. Uh, my grandmother transition occurred over a period of seven days in hospital. It was the most beautiful, bittersweet thing I've ever witnessed to date. This is this, this crazy. This, it was seven days plus as well. It was a you, little. I'm going to tell the, you can tell the story. You want to tell, no, tell it. You're going to tell the story of how this happened. This is not going to be super sappy. I'm trying to get through and it. And not super long. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, people get restless. Yeah. So our mother was sick. But she had been dealing with kidney um, failure for, what was it, 20 years? You hear me? Yes. It, had, it was like 20 years she was on dialysis? 24? Maybe longer. Now, keep in mind, the, the average time for that is like 12, 12 people, years. A lot, a lot shorter. But anyway, so she's in the point where she's tired of going to the hospital. We go to the doctor. We get the news about her not having no other things to do. There's one surgery left that can try. She says, no, we come home. And... She, she made a comment about her sister, our aunt. We was telling her to call her and tell her. She was like, I'll tell her. I'll call her and tell her. Um, that was on a Monday, wasn't it? I believe so. And she said, I'll call her and tell her Sunday. Next Sunday. Or was it some other day? I can't remember. And she wound up going ahead and calling her that day. And then seven days later, the day she said she wanted to call our aunt is the day that she actually passed. So we we was thinking, like, did she never want to call her? So was she already knew when she was going to be gone? So it's funny you said seven days because that's the exact time length to our mother to uh, transition. So that was crazy. But, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to this. Short little story I want to get to. <clears throat> this was a story, an internet story. Uh, some <laughs> Some young lady on the internet posted a picture of herself at her job at Home Depot. Seemed not a big deal. Shouldn't made uh, any headlines. But when she said this, she said, because people asked the question, what job do you have that people um, compliment you that you, you're too pretty to work there? She posted this picture. And I want to ask the question, what type of society are we in where the, the second you see a attractive young woman on the internet, the first thing you think of is, do she have an OnlyFans? Because that's the era that we're in. I'm not even saying from the standpoint of wanting to view her OnlyFans. As a man, when you see a, why are you even thinking that she might have one? Like, do you think it's a little bit on the man's part, showing how they are twisted in the head through pornography? How they're wired. Exactly. That they automatically assume or think it's a possibility that they have an OnlyFans? <laughs> Narcissistic. I think nowadays it's like if, if it's a beautiful woman, she must be she must have an OnlyFans. That's how people think now. Because that's what Instagram is. But is that just internet thinking? I don't I can't say because I don't be on the internet like that. That's when what I'm you, saying. When, when you're when you on walk, there browsing. No, 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 I'm talking about when you walking around, do you think that? Are you not looking at a woman? No, because I really I live in real life. That, that's my point. 
do people only think like this on the internet? Even though some of them probably do have an OnlyFans, though, do. the ones that's walking around out here. But I saw people, but this went viral. She then came out and said she was a spiritual woman. She has a YouTube page where she reads Bible scriptures, and she says she's never going to start her OnlyFans. And wow. She had the sex workers mad and coming at her. Uh, all the lonely people, where do they all come from? The Beatles. They advertise the OnlyFans, but even ugly girls have OnlyFans. That's George. You know it. <laughs> Only male sims want to know if they have an OnlyFans to save them like a captain. But I'm not talking about from that perspective. They I don't using, think they want to save them. They were asking about, you see the, the root title this a certain way. Stop using viral pretty uh, Home girl, Home Depot girl to criticize OnlyFans women. So they, they they made it seem like it was the men who put her against sex workers. And in reality, she made a comment and they started going at her. It led to a whole docs. She said she got fired from a job. She said she's going to have to move. Another thing that happened is Shaquille O'Neal jumped in her DMs. And there were people making comments that she didn't play the game right. <laughs> she should have finagled and charmed Shaquille O'Neal for an opportunity. To get popular. So it's like, damn, that's a, that's an expectation that she was supposed to. become to. another slutted out individual in, in Hollyweird. That's what they wanted to go do, slut herself out. So this this shouldn't even be a story. It should have been an innocent. Even though I'm not buying her whole Christian Vanity thing. This could be honestly a fake storyline for her to get attention to. I'm not gonna let her pass. But a lot she was of a cloud chaser on the low. <laughs> I called <laughs> it from the jump. She killed the Was it uh, expecting brand deals for the religious girl next door narrative? Thank you, Honorable Sienna. That's what exactly nah, what I was I getting around so. to. I don't think so because she's she not. Went, she could have handled that totally different if she was looking for. Now I'm not saying she didn't want no clout. Obviously, her posting the picture, calling herself pretty, and saying that she's considered too pretty for her, that's looking for some attention. But I don't think. I don't think she is. I think she is. <laughs> y'all think, see? Y'all think, this is how you think about women? You think that's this is the natural I think about intent? Women. I'm looking at how she dresses. And some of those things she has on, she's, if, if you're a Christian, she's showing her thighs, her legs. She's supposed to be covered up if you're so religious. Aren't we only in a modern society? She's teasing. That's what she's doing. She's playing the game. She's playing the game. The She's long teasing. game. She's playing the long game. She's playing the long game for the big win. So then when she... <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, that's a little fish. You think that's a, that's a little fish? For her, that's a little fish. She wants a bigger fish. By the fish. way, Shaquille O'Neal right after this, he went, in, went to a Home say. Depot. Huh? <laughs> Clear? So Sugar Daddy, what you say? She wants a zaddy. Oh. No. George says she's average as fuck. She's a black woman to you. Of course she would be average. Oh, shit, George, you walked into that. You know she don't got fucking pink toes. Attention is new currency. Of course she's going to be average for you, George. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Brilliantly flawed. I, Attention is the new currency. I agree I she agree. wanted currency, but I don't think it's the way we think it is. She has a, a YouTube channel. I think she was looking for attention for her YouTube channel, yes. Yeah. She got too much grease on <laughs> George. I, I don't, that ain't, I don't anyway. think that's a weave. I think that's her real hair, George. Wow. She's belittling black women. And this is a tweet that jumped it off. I know I know Shardy a good woman. She could have made her OnlyFans, but she got a real job and is an honest living. So he automatically assumes she's a good woman. But somebody was like, a lot of those women that got those jobs got... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kifa said, when I go to Home uh, Depot, there is no one that looks like her there. LOL. That's true. When I go to Home Depot, it'd be like old, ugly white women. Well, in there. are they mixing the paint? She's a, she's a paint mixer. Oh, yeah. She's in, she's so in the back. departments. No, she's in the front. She would have paint at when people go and get paint for their homes and all that stuff. So she's she not in the back. They in the back. Okay. <laughs> she's not doing stock. <laughs> she's not back there with the big shoulders. That ain't what she's doing. But anyway, let's move forward. 
I just thought it was a strange thing. You see that woman <laughs> and you immediately think OnlyFans is crazy and your dreams only. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't like that out there, keep. <laughs> Move on. All right. I'm not even gonna show the video of her. You wanna see the, the ones and lows too? I don't see the ones and lows. You wanna see the video of her, or you wanna move on? No, let let's see her little Christian video that she got out here. And <laughs> people were. I just wanted to come on. I just wanted to come on here, as y'all probably know me as the Home Depot girl, the girl who went viral, and just talk about how God is really testing my life right now and just testing my faith and trying to keep my patience in him and just trust that there's a bigger okay hold on i'm not going god is testing your faith by you going on the internet and showing yourself working at home depot saying you're a pretty girl but god is testing your faith he said go out there and put that picture on there and see what he say let me test you i'm gonna test who is she um who she would she be in the bible jezebel he's talking about who, did, who was the most high tested in the Bible? I forgot. Testing? Yes. Job? She Job. She the female version of Job. She Job. <laughs> Thing coming out of all this. Since I blew up on the internet, I have had so much back. So basically, she said she had backlash. People doxed her. She got George said Travis thirsty. Let him quench his thirst. <laughs> Regina says she's very pretty and natural, too. I will say that she looked natural. Look natural, damn. Being bad and doing bad is two different things. <laughs> really flawed. Y'all got nothing to do with you, boo-boo. That's George. <laughs> boo-boo. Your boo-boo. <laughs> Attention seeker. LOL, she probably can't find the power tools. Damn. That shit, that shit complete fraud. <laughs> she can't even find the power tool. Damn. Like the other one that, that went out and bought a, a Home Depot. And then... Uh, oh, yeah. That was another girl who tried uh, to copy her. Yeah, that's her. another one that did it. She was trying to copy. She, she literally was the OnlyFans girl who copied her. Yeah. Like the girl, uh, the, the pretty, the pretty uh, girl from TikTok. Miss Jiggle is what they call, what they the call thick it. thick one? Yeah. Thick in the right spot. Yeah, she was gorgeous. And I saw all those women trying to copy her. She was, uh, forgot her name. But she on TikTok, I forgot her name. 4236. And she was trying on clothes. 40. I said, Lord. But let's move on. White, Starbu oh, sorry, white Starbucks manager wins 25 million suit claiming she was fired over her race after arrest of black men. She should. Let me, hold she should have won twenty five million. Did, Absolutely, wait. she should have won it. <laughs> Didn't they say that it's really, really difficult to win a case in court based off of race because it's hard to prove it? She proved it pretty easily. So y'all remember that it wasn't hard to prove though. That it was very easy to prove that case that happened back in twenty eighteen when the two black dudes went to a Starbucks to say they said they were waiting to do a meeting, right? And we thought that was fake, and they wanted to use a restroom, and they said you had to purchase in order to use the restroom, right? True. Did the person ever come out that said that uh they were that's who they were waiting for? Did that person ever make the news? I didn't say, yeah, I was the one that was waiting for them at the business. What a shame no. for Starbucks to have done that because the shit was fraud is fraudulent. So that's what it was. But they didn't let them use the bathroom, but they did allow a Caucasian dude to use the bathroom. That's that was the narrative. Maybe said. he had to go really bad. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So they ended up firing the manager, and now that manager sued back and got twenty. Five she should million. have got 25 million because Seven. there was a black man that was the manager at that Starbucks. They did not fire him. They fired her the because she's a regional. See, if Starbucks was smart, they would have fired his black ass he, and fired her ass too. He would have, the, the black dude would have won the case even easier. How? Not only did you, well, you, you put policies, policies in place where I was forced to make that decision and then you fire me for making a decision. Oh, because I'm black. You <laughs> 
the game would have been the game would have been lovely. Well, see, he, he would have got twenty five million too. Exactly. But she wouldn't have got twenty five million. And see, that's see, the blessing. I'm helping him out because then she wouldn't have been able that's to get twenty five million. They died. He died. He got pushed away from his blessing. They should have fired him, so he could have got that twenty five. He should have said, "I'll be fired. I'll take the blame for it. <laughs> I'll be Huckleberry." Maybe she gets hit on a lot at Home Depot, and she uses social media to move on. Travis, you mean my big auntie looking self? Even I get hit on at home and prove the story. <laughs> well, yeah, she did say that a lot of older men would tip her, even though you're not supposed to take tips at Home Depot. Travis sticking up for the white woman. She said a lot of a lot of men would tip her because of how pretty she is. The girl from Detroit on TikTok, yeah, she's pretty. Nice. Oh yeah, you, yeah. I don't know her name, but I remember. I'm gonna rest my Travis life. is an undercover bunny rancher for the bag. Travis going to hit for her the bag. Up. For the bag, I gotta sell. Gotta I don't sell gotta do nothing. White women, damn. The girl from Detroit on the TikTok, yeah, she's pretty, nice body, yeah. And they were all they try to copy her. They would copy her like crazy, but it just ain't the same. It wasn't, wasn't the same. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have to give you nothing for a bag. I got a bag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> preventive damage cap in New Jersey will allow her to walk away with twenty five million. Yeah, it's, it's how the game goes. That pundit. Huh? What? To me, perhaps these stories are for the purpose of taunting black folks seeking reparations. Yeah. All right. This is a crazy story. Man who buried black worker under septic tank faces sentencing. Sentencing. That's why we are asked for the judge on Friday to take a recommendation for the jury and provide a life without parole sentence. So uh, let me skip this. The family of a man who was uh, brutally betrayed by his own employer remains unable to heal through the grieving process as relatives prepare for the killer sentencing hearing. Daniel Triplett, uh, the white owner of the septic tank installation company and a former uh, city councilman, faces life in prison after he was convicted of the murder and corpse uh, desecration of Brent Mack, who was black. Uh, The Triplett faces sentencing hearing on Friday. When we already got the sentencing that happens, he was sentenced to life in prison. As he should. What kind of crazy? <laughs> why do we? Why do we even try to make sense of what yeah, white right. people do? You can't can't understand animals. Yeah, I agree. What? No, it's... I didn't. I wasn't shocked at all. You said it before I said it. Okay. <laughs> what well, you yeah. thought we were gonna say? Don't call him an animal. I thought you, thought you was like you had a face like wow. You said it, like damn. Yeah, I was because normally you don't say shit like that. Wow. Okay. During the investigation, police had fired Brent Mac on September twentieth, twenty twenty one, and gave him a thousand dollars severance. Triple told investigators he then dropped Mac off at a laundromat. Uh, after reviewing the surveillance video outside the laundromat, police saw Triplett's truck drive by uh, September twentieth, but never stopped. And then the arrogant thing is he's going to appeal. Saying, he's saying that he his life was in danger. It was self defense. They always say that though. So if it was self defense, why would you not report what happened to you? Why would you kill the man and then hide his body? Hide his body. It won't no damn self defense. It wasn't. Stop lying. You gotta be careful. You're jealous of them. Yeah. Um, for the show, two people arriving to work site, but only one person seen leaving. Leaving investigators dug That's up the obvious. septic tank. I need to septic tank state uh used the probe to find the body. Once the body was exhumed, investigators found a wallet and Max ID inside. He was found guilty of first degree murder. Uh, he claims self defense, like you said. And then he dumb. How you gonna leave his ID on him, his wallet on him? Because they don't think. They didn't even think it would be his his word would get questioned. His like, word would get questioned when you say you drop somebody off at a laundromat and they have footage 
of you never going to the laundromat on the day that you say you dropped come his ass off. Site with you and never seeing him leave off the site with you. So, You're dumb. But yeah. Uh, charges dropped against cops who dumped black woman's body in dumpster, then set it ablaze. This story is even cr- Remember, Last week, <clears throat> we talked about a story uh, in New York where they were throwing out a bunch of I cases. I didn't see that story. What was the motive? They never they said never what motive. motive was. That's the crazy part. They never gave a motive. They just said he did it. So I would assume the fact that he, he planned it, obviously. Yes. Because he, he went to the job site with just him. That was his coworker. Yeah. So he clearly planned it, but I don't know. They never gave him motive. He won't hit his wife, was he? Why? Why y'all think the black man is always tied to Questions some have to be asked. What you mean, why? Because every time there's a story with somebody, it's always some gray shit. I agree. It's never a lot black of the or murders, white. Wait, a lot of murders and stuff like that happen over, I agree, a woman. It's usually the center of the money, a woman or money. I'm glad that she answered that question because they never gave a motive of why he killed the man. For him to have done that is something that happened. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They never said it. But that cannot, hold on, it really don't have to be. Yeah, he could have just been a sick individual. Regina said, is that a real, is this story real? That's, I mean, that's a good question too, but it's a story that's been written up. It's, they got a trial. I don't know. Regina said, y'all are here typing up stories. Now. By the way, if you mentioned that. Don't that, the guy we just showed, he looked like, um, what's that white guy named from the mob, the mob mobster? Bert, uh, he was in prison for years. He was a, he was an assassin. Burger, Berber. I forgot he said his name. It's something Burger. I forgot. He's a, he was a mobster. But anyway, California prosecutors have decided to drop charges against two Antioch <laughs> police officers who were accused of dumping a black woman's body into a dumpster before setting it ablaze. I'm not going to read this one. Basically, what happened a cop did an investigation into this woman's missing, this missing woman. Allegedly, she died of a fentanyl overdose. And when police officers found her, they didn't take her to the nearest hospital or whatever. They took her to a dumpster and then set it on fire. Now, the cop that report, did an investigation and found out this happened, he was tied to the racist tech situation scandal that's going on. Remember last week we talked about in New York that they threw, they threw out a couple hundred cases that involved cops committing crimes because the people who turned them in were committed crimes. So the same way... Um, they couldn't use them as evidence because they, they had a dirty pass. They're using that in this case here. The cop that found out that they did this to this woman was tied to the racist tech scandal, so they threw out the case. So this is a new way of getting cops getting off. Getting cops of, off. Go ahead. Arnold Santa said the story... Let me click on it. The story surrounding black men are getting strange because we don't know who's into these alternate lifestyles. That's true. And the true motives are never revealed. That's, that's, I can't, can't lie. That's and uh, George said, uh, Regina, do you want it to do you want it to be real is the question. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay. I can't Just lie. Just making it's some, sure. There's some crazy shit going on. Uh, I'm asking about this story regarding charges being dropped against these cops for defaming uh, remains. And then, yeah, that's how it is, Regina. Oh she, oh, she was that's too much. This story, okay. Well, yeah, um, that's basically what happened in this case. They got off because the cop that did the investigation was tied to a whole nother scandal, so they was able to get off because of that. That's crazy, like <laughs> that's just crazy. So, this, so they they apologized to the family. Um, now they said they threw it out, but they can bring the charges back against them later with more evidence if they find more evidence. So yeah. if they find some evidence that don't involve the police officer that did the investigation which means they're going to get somebody else to do the investigation and find the same evidence so they'll be able to do it. So hopefully 
they can put the charges back up, but we'll see. All right, let's see here. An ex-Philly cop accused of beating a mother in front of her child during 2020 arrest found not guilty. The municipal court judge Francis W. McCloskey Jr. said prosecutors had not presented enough evidence to show that an officer, Darren Cardos, struck Rakita Young with a baton. Basically, I'll just jump down to why he said uh, they couldn't do it. Um, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Hold on, hold on. Um, George, it's just us, no peace, just bullets and hot grease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, assistant uh, District Attorney Joshua Barnett acknowledged that the demonstrations have become dangerous with some people looting stores and become. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Cardo's attorney, Coolio Reynolds, however, said none of the videos prosecutors presented showed Cardo striking Young with his baton. And even if they had, he said prosecutors did not prove that Cardo's actions were criminal given the dangerous conditions officers were facing in the streets. So basically one of the justifications where they didn't charge him is because they said in the video they showed, it showed multiple cops beating her. So they should have charged multiple cops. <laughs> it, it, because it was so many cops, it's right here. Municipal court judge that I said in conclusion of the one day, uh, a one day and, bench trial, the prosecutors had not presented enough evidence to show that then officer, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, the episode was captured on video and it was played to the judge, but it also involved scores of other officers who were never charged and Young did not testify. Something the judge said was a significant hurdle in proving that Cardo's hit her or acting in a manner that amounted to a crime. What was crazy was she had a two-year-old in the car with her and they separated the two-year-old. They ended up taking it to a... I remember the story, yeah. Uh, some type of foster, whatever. And the white people said, oh, abandoned uh, baby at a protest. Yeah, I remember the story. And they like, that's a fucking lie. Wasn't that on Facebook? Yeah, no, it wasn't just on Facebook. We talked about it. I want to... No, we didn't talk about it because that was... We might have talked about that. We might have been making. I think it was on Facebook. We talked about this though. How they yeah. said the kid was abandoned when it wasn't. It wasn't the abandoned. The mom was arrested. That was a cover story they made up because they knew some shit was about to hit the fan with what happened with that protest. New story just dropped with Latin uh, New York cops being behind yeah, the attack on Asians, businesses, blaming black folks. We got yeah, we you got, on we Luciana. Got that one too. We got that one. Damn, that made it so much better. It's okay to beat them as long as you beat them in unity. unity. Exactly. <laughs> Two white guys, lawyers, made a similar comments in front of me and another black woman on the elevator no justice yeah just all of us white folks latinx mm. are hoax uh george Floyd's killing cap years of violence discriminated by minneapolis police the you said this is just they still doing the investigation to the minneapolis police and they saying that there was discrimination but i'm not gonna read the article but guess who they brought up in this article as an uh another qualifier for there being discrimination hmm Guess who they brought up in this article as another qualifier for there being discrimination in Minneapolis Police Department? Wasn't it George Floyd? Native Americans. Oh, yeah, they had Native... Yeah, they were saying how Native <laughs> Americans are... They were also being discriminated against, too. <laughs> like, what? what is this? Well, they, they have to do black and... They got to do black, black some, and black red. Black and somebody. They got to be somebody. It can't just be black people. Be Even black. though we'll make the whole thing about black people, we have to throw another... Uh, we have to put another minority group in black. It could be black, black, brown, black, red, black, gay. Black, yellow. Black, poor. They they just find a way to put something else in there. But yeah. Uh, hold on, let me... Since I made it, I might as well show it shit. I did make one. Okay. Fine. Grand jury indicts Daniel Penny and Choco death of Jordan Neely. So 
Keith, how do you feel about this? <laughs> Keith, how do you feel about Daniel Penny <laughs> being indicted on killing uh, Jordan Neely? He defended himself, though. I'm going to play the video. I got this from Worldstar. He defended what he did. <laughs> I'm going to play it here. Well, I live in the East Village in Manhattan, so I take the subway multiple times a day. In this instance, I was coming from school. I got out of class around 2.15, <laughs> and I took the J Street. I was at J Street Metro. I don't care about none of this. And then a few days after the incident, I, I read in the papers that uh, a woman of color came out and called me a hero. What, I don't believe that I'm, I'm a hero, but uh, she was one of those people that I was trying to protect. We were all scared. Mr. Neely was yelling in these passengers' faces, and they looked terrified. Um, the reason why there was no video at the start of the altercation was because people were too afraid getting away from him. Uh, Brainly Floss said no sound. Didn't oh, no, he's saying he don't want to hear about that. Oh. <laughs> That's a little inside joke. <laughs> the videos didn't start until they saw that situation was under control. I knew I had to act, and I acted in a way that would protect the other passengers, protect myself, and protect Mr. Neely. Was that I used, how the hell you was protect? that woman of color that wrote him Kifa? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kifa said you did a great job defending those people on the train. <laughs> One tried to light me up with a uh, torch. What up, what up, Deesky? <laughs> I'm sorry, Drake Deesky. Now the latest on the outgoing NYPD. Commissioner. Oh shit! Uh, Regina said he talking like a MK Ultra mofo. Well, he sound like somebody who's putting together his defense. Keep Let him go. There's another case that's pretty similar that just happened. They'll let him off. Honestly, people should be pissed at the public officials for allowing this crap to keep happening. Hmm? Well, he will love for you to be there to testify on the behalf of his character. Shit. <laughs> Who could replace NYPD Commissioner Kashant Sewell? Now, this woman right here is the... She is the... Commissioner of the Police NYPD. Now she was put in power by Mayor Eric Adams, who during his uh, campaign he promised she was a woman to lead, but she stepped down because he was micromanaging the hell out of her. That's what it seems like. <laughs> he was he pretty much was still the commissioner, even though she was the face. He still was doing it. He I is don't a cop. Listen to my husband at home, I damn sure ain't about to listen to you. <laughs> now why are you saying don't listen to her at home? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That. So she stepped down and now they're asking who's going to be the next person to do it. And guess who they're already, they're saying at least, they're saying the leading candidate is a, what's his name? Um, hold on, I'm sorry, y'all. I think he was, he was Hispanic, wasn't he? Or Latino. There you go. Edward Kuban will likely take over, at least temporarily. They're saying that he may be the one that they choose because the Latino. Hispanic. The Hispanic, Latino. What are Hispanic, Latino. Whatever they are, those group of people have been saying that uh, the mutts. <laughs> they haven't been allowed to reach the highest level of success or power in the police department, even though they represent, as they say, a large segment of the population. So they don't go from a black woman to a Latino. <laughs> and she stepped down. Allegedly, he might have told her to step down. We know that happens too. Well, he said that he's he's not gonna he's he's gonna step out of her way that she can go because he's like I'm tired of telling this with the dude she don't listen. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Like uh, uh you gonna stop stripping? Players Club. <laughs> if you don't stop stripping, I'm out. It's either me or stripping. Bye. <laughs> Damn. Cold. And then next thing you know, the cousin got him. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it ain't what you thought. Ex NYPD with the I just had a 
kink in my neck and she was trying to work it out. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Hey. Asian <laughs> <laughs> NYPD detective is charged with allegedly helping robbers who targeted Asian Americans avoid arrest. The criminal uh, crew engaged in a series of robberies and burglaries that primarily targeted Asian American small business owners, according to the DOJ. Now, I remember back in when this, when this Asian anti Asian hate thing first started. And I got to be honest, it was Tariq who tweeted out a picture. Remember on the boat, Andrew Yang was on a boat or yep. something. And there was a black dude that he allegedly got into a one-on-one with because he was defending someone against this black dude. But and we Yang, also saw this black dude in another situation that happened that went viral. And, and they said he was acting. acting. So then there was all these, these things happening. He also posted a uh, clip of um, it was something else that happened. Where they said these Asian people were lying about who was committing crimes against them. There was fraud going on, all type of stuff. Now they're saying there was a gang <laughs> amongst the police officers of Hispanics or Latinos who were going around robbing Asian Americans and allowing the blame to be placed on black Americans. So now we already knew that a lot of this stuff that was happening but they was showing videos of little What's black kids running up on Asian women, knocking them out. Like, what? What's uh, going black on? Black women beating them with hammers. Yeah, it was crazy. They was beating the <laughs> shit out of these Asians out here. The hell out of them. I was like, what is, what else is going on? Now we see they had a bill passed and all this other stuff. Now they're conf- trying to they trying to get that. Uh, I, I won't I won't jump ahead. Go ahead. Affirmative action up out of here. That's part of it. Which I said it should go. They, they're considered, they're trying, they officially made themselves, they were already a minority, but now they're considered a minority amongst society now. Oh, poor us. What was us as Asians? And now they've gained that status through. Now they they went about, they went about it a different way than everybody else. Normally everybody else usually ride a coattail to the black Americans by connecting their stories to them. Asians, they said, you oppressing us. Poor as us. What was us? We can't grow beards. We can barely see. <laughs> A, uh, a former NY Police Department detective took bribes from the group of robbers to help them evade arrest in the street. A string of robberies targeting Asian American small businesses. Federal prosecutors last Thursday uh, saw Arismendi de la Cruz, a former NYPD officer and then detective, a- aided in violent theft crew uh, led by Digoberto Soto Ramirez by taking bribes in exchange for helping Spanish. members of the four-person group avoid arrest. U.S. Attorney offices in the Southern District of New York said. In a press release, his lawyer, Howard Turner, told NBC News that De La Cruz has pleaded not guilty to the charges. But NYPD is known for this stuff. They're known for being one of the more corrupt police unions. Like the LAPD. Like LAPD. They're like gangs. The Chicago police. Chicago is considered pretty bad. I don't know if they're on the same level as NYPD and LAPD. They doing the damn drive-bys, allegedly. <laughs> they one hanging yeah. out the window. They worse. Huh? They the ones giving allegedly they're worse. They're the ones selling the guns. Yeah, selling true. the dope, <laughs> slinging a rock. <laughs> All right, NAACP says it is disappointed. Fuck the NAACP. <laughs> Biden in, uh, ended pause on federal student loan payments. The civil rights organization also called on Biden to pursue all legal pathways to protect his uh, Damn broader it. initiative to forgive the loans of tens of millions of borrowers. Damn it, we're not on StreamYard today. I was hoping George could talk about these student loans. <laughs> what do you think about NWCP? I mean, it does affect people of color, doesn't it? The loans? Yeah. Yes, it affects people of color. So but is it wrong for them to come out? Well, that was, a, that was a dummies for believing that he was going to forgive this loan. I said he wasn't going to forgive that shit. And he told y'all 
We'll get back to it. We'll we'll get back to you after the election. <laughs> Be dangling in something over your head again. That's crazy. You want Biden to win? <laughs> then you better vote for me. I'm going to keep these student loans over your head. The NWCP plans to send a letter to President Joe Biden on Tuesday night expressing deep frustration that the White House agreed to end the pause on federal student loan payments as part of a deal with the White House Speaker Kevin McCarthy that resolved the debt ceiling crisis. So I want to show what he had to say back to them. Um, this is what, when they sent the letter, this is what he said. This is what his uh, White House said He back. said, fuck y'all, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. He said, the president will continue to defend and strengthen its investing in American agenda, America agenda, which has resulted in record low black unemployment. So he's saying, we got your jobs to pay the damn loans. <laughs> Basically, we gave, you got jobs to pay back your loans, so please get out my face. <laughs> we gave you a break, George. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> Travis strikes again. That's straight again. <laughs> and Duke helping him slide after all that shit he talked last week. What shit did I talk last week? That's why your boy got to try and work two jobs starting next year. <laughs> NLCP is a Latinx organization. Yeah, I point, agree. At this point, yeah. We we are, we don't we read that shit like what? Three, four times. <laughs> it, it, every time we get mad, <laughs> let's read this shit again. No, no. That's the... Um, oh, that's the, uh, the, the Black Caucus. The Black Caucus. That's Sorry, that's the Black Caucus. But What's the NLCP, difference? they tell you they are the of colored people. They're for colored people. So anybody who ain't white... <laughs> They, they both are ran by the tiny hat. So what's exactly. the fucking difference? So you shouldn't, we shouldn't be surprised at all. Motherfucker, where the mic at so Travis can really talk that shit? <laughs> Black Lives Matter activist Sean King tripled income <laughs> despite his group's revenue tumbling. How he do that? That seems like some he doing some some moving some money around. How, how that work? Oh, Norway, Sweden. Yeah, well, where's it coming from? Sordos. Black Lives Matter activist Sean, uh, Sean King received a tripled income in 2021. From his social justice advocacy uh, group, despite the entity seeing its revenue plummet by almost sixty percent, record show when he was getting the same funding as dare I say Black Lives Matter, <laughs> he was getting the same funding as them. Which is funny because in this article they mentioned that uh, what's the guy's name from known for wearing the vest, D Ray, the one yeah, the one that's dressed like that uh, monkey off a of Planet of the Apes with the blue vest on. <laughs> he he said that was him. <laughs> But, they were making fun of him. Yeah, it says right. He said King has come under fire in recent years in connection to the financial matters, including from Samir Rice, the mother of twelve-year-old black boy named Tamir Rice, who was shot and killed in 2014 by a Cleveland, Ohio police officer in 2021. Samir Rice accused King of profiting from her son's death. An activist named D. Ray Mickison has alleged that King is running a loan con through his groups. I remember when D. Ray, when he was asked about Black Lives Matter, you know what he said? I'm not affiliated with the organization. I'm just a part of the movement. He made sure to separate he didn't himself. Want no smoke. He like, look, I ain't got nothing to do with what is going on. I am just a part of the movement. I have nothing to do with the organization. Even though he stood by them, next to them, till shit to got rally, hot. huh? Till shit got hot. Yeah. Then he separated himself. Like Travis that. got that protection of begging Duke to not go on Streamyard today because he knew the shit he was talking last week. After I left, he couldn't back up. Actually, well, George, you have to actually tell us what did I say about you after you left. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk shit. I want you to. What did I say about you after you left? And he's still asking for money. LOL. Yep. That's why Eastwood didn't show up today because he knew Travis was going to get it and he didn't want to be the witness. <laughs> so if Eastwood showed up today and he was talking shit about you as well, you was only going to be gunning for me today. 
And then Kifa said, phony. So Travis, at the end of last week's pod, you didn't talk that shit. Duke, so he didn't say nothing? Tell the truth, Duke. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, so you, you saying you didn't talk Travis? No, I'm asking what did I say? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I know you and, you and Eastwood it, going He wasn't that important for me to remember what I was talking about. You, you and Eastwood was going in. <laughs> No, it, actually, it was it was Sassy Shantae that said that Kifa and George left at the same time. <laughs> you know, you just throwing somebody. Oh, you just so you was talking now. shit. <laughs> I might have said a couple of things, but it was nothing harsh. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you flip flopping. Yeah, I told you he flip flopped. <laughs> All right, Asian and Black students reveal why they oppose affirmative action. People We're not around... gonna read the whole article, are we? No, you already went through it. Go ahead, yeah. tell me what you think about. What's going on? His, well, I agree that I don't. I said that we should get rid of affirmative action. Okay, but his argument, the Asian guy from Canada, his argument is that he was well, he was to him. He's basically saying I was overqualified for Harvard, but I didn't get it because of black people. Yeah, he's blaming black people. Yeah, even though he had a high SAT score, but there's a lot of other qualifications to get into one of those Ivy League schools. So the fact that he's blaming, I mean, he qualified though. Except, and he brought up the fact that they also do the whole personality trait. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That probably got him for not being able to get accepted at so Harvard. Was his blaming, personality? So how are you blaming black people if you saying you didn't have a personality? But enough about the Asian. Let's talk about what the Haitian oh, said. Yeah, I know you about to get in. You know what? Way. Fuck these. You know what? I I've been trying to. I always say, out of all the tethers, the Haitians are the ones that I feel the most connect to or have some sort of sympathy for them. But they seem to be talking a lot of shit lately. I don't understand how you could tell African-Americans that we should not want affirmative action, which I'm saying we should get rid of it, but that's not your place to say. You can't tell us what we should and what we should not want for ourselves. Yeah. We can speak amongst ourselves in a group and agree or disagree, but not y'all. Y'all are outsiders coming here telling us what we should do. Y'all need to stop. Seriously. So he's in defense of the Asian American. Oh, of course he Asian is. Did. Huh? Of course he's in defense of that because they, they see themselves as immigrants. I will say, I do agree with that part. They do see it as we are both immigrants. They, they connect more with him being an immigrant than a black person, a black American being black. And hell, them. the Asians are all in their damn country. We're not even going to talk about Africa. This ain't got nothing Jamaica to do with Africa. Jamaica as well. This ain't got nothing to do with Africa. <laughs> this, is, this dude is Asian American. You're not even from Haiti, I don't think. Might have been born in America. I don't give a damn where he's born. Why are you swinging he's on a Haitian. the country? What the country got to do with it? What country got to do with it? Haiti. What does Haiti have to do with what? This. Because they, they talk shit too. The ones in Haiti talk shit. Okay. In in Haiti, not in America. I've seen them say things as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Look at him. Now he's talking about, let me on the mic and I'll show you what you said, damn it. This ain't fair, dude. Why you stink, bro? I thought you was a my boys. Let me at him. Let me at him. Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. You holding him back, dude. You holding him back from ripping me apart. You ain't gonna do shit. All of these agents in the black on some damn bullshit just made up. Yeah. G Drake, damn tethers. <laughs> damn. How? Oh, we're gonna get to this article Travis right Travis not even your real brother. He sets you up and snakes you weekly and you protect him. So touch. So next, next do scream yard so Travis can feel this wrath. <laughs> okay, I'll be setting George. you up. <laughs> okay, George. All right. I'm not gonna read this whole article. This article is about 
how a grad student uncovered the largest known slave auction in the U.S. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's a very long article that basically went through and found out that she found an instance in America, at least the largest um, group of people sold at once that was found, at least that's found so far, how, hidden in archives. It was 600 people. The largest before that was like, was it four or something? Mm. So it found um, uh, an ad for the sale of 600 people in a Charleston, South Carolina newspaper. So they find this, they're shocked by this. They start doing more of an investigation and then they fall, they call up people to, you know, get more information and such. And then there's this thing called, there was this family called the balls. Um, you see this title here, the no, ball the family. balls, just ball, the ball dynasty. I'm saying ball. Okay. The ball dynasty, but their family is the ball. So they would be the balls. Okay. So like somebody last name the Jones or the Jones. I know. And it's, anyway, you should just say the ball dynasty. You didn't have to say the balls. Anyway, dynasty. The ad in the newspaper read, "Hold on, y'all. Let me go back up." Uh, this day, the twenty fourth instant in the fall in the day following at the north side of Custom House at eleven o'clock will be sold a very valuable gang of Negroes accustomed to the culture of rice, uh, consisting of six hundred or six hundred people. But what I didn't write right there is right here. It says. Um, among them are drivers, carpenters, coopers, and boatmen. And um, so these people were skilled. They weren't. They weren't just. They always paint this this story that Black Americans or people that were slaves were just picking uh, uh, cotton or rice or something. A lot of these people were skilled laborers. They had skills. So they were drivers. They were carpenters, builders. Um, Hunters, all type of stuff. But anyway, because the ones that did come here, they were skilled workers. Exactly, and the ones that were already here were skilled workers. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's it saying? Uh, the Ivory League knows all about cheating rings. Indian and Asians have. What's going on? What's going to be their excuses if it ends, and they'll stop, not accept? They'll not accept it. They'll blame something else, and they'll find a way to blame it on black people. <laughs> so, based on his family records, he proved that. This 600 people was his family. It was, a, it was a Caucasian guy. He wrote a book in 1998 called Slaves in the Family. So he's talked about his great-great-grandfather and grandmother who owned a lot of slaves. I think it's uh, 4,000 slaves or 4,000 people, as they say. Uh, I wanted to show this right here because his after his great-great-grandfather passed, they sold off the 600 people, but his great-great-grandmother repur repurchased 215 of them. Oh, white women's buying slaves too? Exactly. Um, now, the names that they showed um, on the list was uh, Humphrey, Hannah, Celia, Charles, Esther, Daniel, Dorcas, Di, London, Friday, Jewel, Jacob, Daphne, Cuffy, Carolina, Peggy, and Violet. Um, a lot of they, they had names like, because uh, you know, they didn't have, they didn't give them last names when they did. Um, when they did uh, what they call it sales or whatever. That's why the whole thing, when they say black Americans got their names from slave owners, you ask the question, okay, what do you, when you say black Americans got their names, all of them got their names from slave owners. What are you saying? But the story they say is that after black America, after the emancipation proclamation, a lot of black America were given the opportunity to choose their last name. <laughs> and you're saying they chose to have these white people last names. That's what you have to be saying. That's what they say. Even though when you go back and you look at the name origin, most of them just mean black. And honest, <laughs> it's crazy. But anyway, I want to show this one name. 
Is Edward Ball figured they came from a family of blacksmith, carpenters, seamstresses, and trained workers who live part of the field hands who uh who live apart from the field hands who told in stifling muddy rice plots. Tina lived with her husband, Adonis, and their two children, Scorpio and August. Scorpio or Scipio, how do you say that? That's the same name as the guy Scipio Africanus. I'm like, how did they get that name? It's a Roman name, pretty much. Then you got uh, Nancy, Cato, Little Penny. That was their kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no sound. Fuck you, brilliant. <laughs> uh, but anyway, pretty much the point I'm making this is, because this next thing I'm about to talk about right here. Reparations fight will not be won anytime <laughs> no soon, sound. but they are. Already... <laughs> no sound. <laughs> no sound. No sound. So this is the DMV. They're talking about their. Uh... Well, the Brantley Florida is from the DV, uh, DMV area. You should be out there with them. Brilliant. Come on now. You in the Carolinas. So do you qualify for the reparations <laughs> in the DMV area? It says the DMV Freeman are aware that the odds are. Lord, against... Lord, Lord. Now his ass want to pack back up and go back to uh, DMV. <laughs> the DMV Freeman are aware of the odds against them, although most black people think reparations are old. Few think they will ever get paid. Like women, a majority of black people strongly oppose the idea. Also, some Pan-Africanist advocates believe that differentiating among black people would foster bitter divisiveness. We don't give a damn what xenophobia. those Pan-Africans think. The DMV Freeman takes sides with William Darity, a Duke University professor in economics who called for 14 trillion in reparations for descendants. Hardly argue with these who uh, it's hardly argued that do, those who immigrated voluntarily deserve the same reparations as the descendants of those brought to the United States in chains. The case for reparations rests in myriad strong wrongs done to enslaved people. Uh, so this is the DMV uh, area they were talking about, as well as... Do any of them look like Twister? <laughs> as well as Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. hearing on historic reparations task force bill. Here's powerful testimony. All right, let me set this up right quick. Because they got yeah, D.C., who held hold on hold on y'all sorry this one was talking way too much too that not a lot of hot air <laughs> not enough though because she's still swole <laughs> all right Wait, look what he put for the DMV <laughs> he's in my hand vagina Lord have mercy Damn. <laughs> but this be pretty much. All right. Here's the clip right here I want to show uh, on, this, on this hearing. And you know who was there. And Cobra was there. And they had some comments. Talk about it. It's a new day. I'm online to be here in uh, my capacity as a member of DC and Cobra and as a director of community engagement and strategic planning with the African American Research Network. I want to open my remarks by noting that a nation that refuses to reconcile its history. Uh, with the present is destined to be haunted by the sins of its forefathers and mothers. Uh, that has been the legacy of the United States of America since its founding. The DC chapter of the National Coalition of Blacks for Reparations in America Black. wishes to first commend Councilman Duffy. They the way he said it right, it blacks. Um, Man, at, at this point, they could literally just roll out a TV screen and use somebody else's talking points from all these other reparation task forms and just hit play. Cause they all saying the same, same damn shit now. <laughs> it's true. Don't even talk. Just roll out the TV <laughs> or use a projector, hit play, and let the shit fly. What, the what more do we talk about? History. Violent modern forced migrations as a consequence of settler colonialism provide direct source and... Hold on, I want to get to this. Oh, man. 
McDuffie and Ms. Donnie Crawford for the opportunity to submit expert testimony for a hearing to address the Reparations Foundation Fund and Task Force Establishment <clears throat> Act of 2023. My name is Dreesen Heath, and I'm a reparative justice expert who has testified before U.S. Congress twice about the issue of reparations, as well as am assisting countless community led efforts across the country to establish reparations. It is an urgent matter that DC take up the issue of reparations comprehensively and holistically, accounting for the full range of government sanctioned crimes against its black residents. Reparations should be based not just on past harms, such as the DC Emancipation Compensation Act and the July 1919 white mob attack on black veterans in DC, but on contemporary ones as well and should provide remedies proportional to economic, psychological, social, and political damages. The DC hearings were disappointing with so many attacks made on lineage based consideration. Yeah, hold on, I'm trying to get this, this particular one right here. Hold on. For the first panel, if, if anybody, um, don't to tie back and okay, they a little bit last month. So this was eight hours. This was almost eight hours. Where my daughter yeah. went to school and and um played on the playground. And so that's part of the harm. Part of the harm is not knowing our history, not even knowing the harm or the injury. This is a predominantly white community now, and not knowing that this community was a predominantly black, very thriving land-owning uh, community. And I know there's going to be a panel, I think, later on uh, with um, some specifics, but I want to turn it over to my colleague, Corey Shaw, because he's one of the reasons why I have found out about the community that I, uh, in fact, reside in. Thank you, Mkichi. I guess first Who? I have to just, uh, email. Hold on, I'm trying to get Mkichi or Makisha. <laughs> Makisha. Hey. I'm trying to get this one particular where he basically made an argument. This I guess I didn't have the right time stamp. I'm sorry. Come on, man, get the shit together. <laughs> there was a country club <laughs> in Southeast DC. Uh, points that you were listening. There's a challenge we have. Jacob Carruthers writes about this in 1972 in a little pamphlet he called oh, an hour. He says, when we start right. dealing with ordinal classifications, trying to prove the harm by this kind of competition of qualitative and quantitative, you know, stacking, we'll never get to the underlying point. And this is what I really wanted to address in the last two points that I had, points three and four. When I said polity level repair efforts shouldn't automatically preclude any form of remedy, and Dreesen really brought this up beautifully when she says we shouldn't suppress our radical imagination. DC. Suppress as in, we shouldn't just try and get it for one group, we should try to get it for all. And I know you know this as a lawyer, as a scholar, and as a politician. We well, talked about that restrictive covenant, of course, whether it be Hurd versus Hodge, whether it be Shelley blah, versus blah, blah, blah. We understand it may not be enforceable, but we also... Exactly. Yeah. Right you Dr. see him, up there. you know some shit going yeah. on. And that when Charles Houston, who of course you fighting to get that statue <laughs> for Charlie Houston, when Houston's making those case, that argument here in D.C., he's using the Fifth Amendment. We know this is going to end up in Congress. He ain't we talking about a, a damn colony. thing. <laughs> what? He ain't talking about All a right, damn thing. Y'all in a rush. Basically, they're making an argument at a D.C. hearing that they believe that it should be uh, repaired for all and we're not making an argument. We're telling them that they ain't getting shit. <laughs> Okay. They can eat shit. Damn. It's like that.
Hell, they eat mud pies. They might as well eat shit. That was messed up. A three mile up. radius from Cambridge. Nah, I, I ain't letting you just get what you just say. That was messed up what you just said. You ain't gonna acknowledge it. All right. To Roxbury, median household income drops by $50,000. Federal Reserve uh, Bank what of up? Boston. What up, Shante? Dollars. <laughs> Federal Reserve uh, Bank of Boston, Federal Reserve of Boston rather, put out a color of wealth report, which cites that the uh, average wealth for a black Boston family is $8, whereas for a white family, it is $250,000. Black Americans in this country have been systematically struck. Huh? What is George talking about? We know I ain't shit. And you ain't shit, and Travis ain't shit. <laughs> now, okay, now I say we go ahead and let her go ahead and let Baldy Locks finish talking. Stripped of our wealth. Uh, first, there was uh, nearly 250 years of enslavement, followed by a century of Jim Crow, <laughs> segregation, economic exploitation, state-sanctioned violence, uh, and to this fucking day, almond uh, head. black Americans are still being excluded from and facing barriers to public programs that promote home ownership and higher education, along with. A discriminatory first, yeah. home appraisals. <laughs> Perfectly shaped for a bald head, though. I can't lie. She it's, do. Like, she fits I, a bald like, head. It looked like like a. It fits it like a bald head. <laughs> a lot of people. Some people can't rock a bald head. Hey, she well, head too it. big. Head too small. Persistent redlining. But myself and Senator Cory Booker have introduced the American Opportunity Accounts Act. If passed into law, this would represent the most ambitious federal effort to directly address wealth inequality. At birth, every child would receive $1,000 in a savings account managed by the Treasury Department. Children from low-income <laughs> families receive deposits every year. And once they reach the age of 18, they can use the funds they have saved for specific purchases. I do see baby bonds yeah. as the kind of investments that will break cycles of generational poverty and systemic economic oppression. All right, so you get a point. Are you for baby bonds? Hell no, I ain't for no damn baby bonds. <laughs> Why not? You get, you're born... And then y'all, y'all get a, a a bottle that's worth a thousand dollars, and then every year until you're eighteen, more is dumped into it. Man, somebody tell Corey to sit his ass down. <laughs> Corey Booker, go sit your ass down. Milk dude. <laughs> oh, oh, and this is another question. Yeah, I'm glad this one. All right, this is gonna turn the tide a little bit. Honorable Sienna, nobody, <laughs> nobody likes. I thought this space with all the promoting natural hair is this. See, yeah, see, uh-huh. see, honorable now, yeah. right? Hold on, she honorable. Yeah, uh, come on now, honorable. I'm yeah. just, I'm just talking shit. Don't backstep. Don't backstep. No, I'm don't backslide. Stand on it. I, but is that promoting natural hair? But shaving your damn hair off, ain't no hair on her head. How can that's be natural? a natural hairstyle, ain't it? That's not a natural hairstyle because your hair naturally grows and you have to cut it off. But it's natural. It's, it's not natural. How's that not natural? Because if it's natural, you can't grow no damn hair. So if getting you can grow hair and you oh, cut it off, that's not natural. So getting a haircut is not natural. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not natural. Yeah, you to know me. you don't fuck that right. Now, if she does have a you health issue, right. I'm not trying to make fun. She's not saying anything about her having a health issue. So yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to have fun. <laughs> exactly, Sean. You gotta have the right hair. You gotta have the right hair for that. It's just that sassy Shante. Scorpio, Shantae. <laughs> now, didn't you say that Kifa, that Kifa and George left out of here? Why do you keep trying to start drama time in the chat? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Her head is unnaturally shiny as fuck. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Not Baldy Locks. I thought this face was promoting natural looks. Okay, Honorable Sienna, I, I'm not trying to make fun of her. I was just <laughs> hey, got chick. She had Get alopecia. Chick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I accept being checked. <laughs> uh, right. I was just trying to... She had um, alopecia. Yeah, I apologize. I, I was not trying to do yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I don't try to shame people into who choose to wear bald heads. All right, moving on to this. Uh, Presley to, <laughs> to leave announced bill to limit criminals on renters. I'm not. This story is basically them saying that it's racist, uh, is house discrimination when they do background checks on people and deny them ability to get housing or whatever. But I want to ask you a question: Do you believe it is discrimination to do background checks? No, it's not discrimination to do background checks. So you believe that if you move into an area, whether it be a neighborhood or an apartment, whatever. Background check should be normal. Yes, it should. Why? So you you want to go ahead? Not so what you, I want. Why? So you so I think a background check is important because do you do you want a person that molests kids living next to you? I agree. Do you want to uh, do you want somebody that is a that may have committed murder? What 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 happened murder? To you? Like they killed somebody. It wasn't out of self defense. A person wasn't out that of committed this. murder probably not moving next to you. How you know that? They're probably in prison still. Yes, you should have a background check. But should it be for specific crimes or all? See, like somebody got a a drug offense. Should that be denied living in your neighborhood or in your apartment building? Well, what if they start? What if they want to start selling drugs again and now they have that in your community? So you believe in no redemption? Yes, Duke. I believe that people can be redeemed. However, However, I do think it's but, necessary but to have a background nothing check. Nothing I said mattered at first. That's what you're saying. So you're saying you should have a background. It don't matter. Yes, you should have a background check. Wow, that's crazy. So I you don't. believe you shouldn't. Or it should just be in certain situations. I think certain situations. But I believe. What are you talking about? Um, After Honorable Sienna checked me, <laughs> everybody knows that I, I, I promote, I like for women. I hate when women have on wigs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Brinkley Floss said, regardless, uh, she's a pretty woman. Fuck that. I'm making hella fun of her fucking milk, fake milk. Duck. Don't say it. No, wait. She said it. She wrote game. George. George. Now, see, you see, you know, him and George be going back and forth, but he's laughing now. <laughs> what am I laughing at? Oh, you're not laughing at what he's saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I'm not laughing at anything there's nothing fun I shouldn't have made fun of that woman's uh, head okay let's move on shame on me alright let's move on oh uh shaking my head what type of background checks criminal history is different well that's what I'm saying I think depending on the crimes you've been uh, accused of I think it shouldn't really matter but we know a lot of places especially if they don't want a particular person to move there they will use any crime in their background no matter how long ago it was there's a reason why you can't move here i did something in the early 90s i sold drugs or i got caught with this or that now i can't move in this neighborhood 30 years later you think that's fair no dude people can be redeemed and changed but you still but i still think you should run a background (laughs) check on people you're not gonna change my opinion all right let's get to that you're not that dude from change my mind (laughs) oh uh what's his name (laughs) Steven Crowder, yeah, yeah, he, he had a 
tough luck. That white dude having a tough life right now. I mean, <laughs> anything <laughs> ain't going well for him. Yeah, karma. All right, Dr. Umar Johnson spoke on it. Let's see what he had to say. Oh, I'm because that, huh? Poor Dr. Umar Johnson. I yeah. Every penny you get from reparations is going to go to the China man, mm. to the A-Rab, A-Rab to the Jew. Yep. You go, it's going to Mercedes. It's going to tonight. Mm. And then black people say, you don't know that that's true. Yes, I do know that that's true. You know why? Because as a psychologist, the best predictor of future behavior is current behavior. Right. And so you mean to tell me we're going to, rad- power we're going to radically change our spending habits mm-hmm. with the reparations money? Yeah, it's not going to happen. When you've never been responsible with your own damn money? Mm-hmm. What happened to all the stimulus checks Black America got? What we do with that for the people? Because every... Well, I think it's a difference between getting uh, $1,500 or whatever it was and getting thousands of dollars. I think you probably handle that money a little differently. Yeah, you are. One is I'm broke and I got some extra money. I'm going to do what I want to do with it. Just You're probably going to burn it quickly. True. When you're getting a couple hundred thousand dollars, you're probably going to look at it a lot differently than quick money. It ain't quick money at that point. It's, I'm going to say it is quick money, but it's a much larger sum. Now, some will say, well, that means you're going to spend that more money. You're going to spend that on more stuff faster. I, I don't think so. But he's a psychologist, so he may, I don't know. What do you got to say about it? I'm going to save my opinion for the other clip. Oh, this one right here. But shout out to this dude right here, too. I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of the podcast. We talked about, we used a uh, clip from this podcast a few months ago where they had a Haitian girl on their show who was talking crazy about black Americans. And he, this dude here. Oh, wow. Regina talking shit. What? She said, Dr. Umar Johnson, man, because his donations, donations, donations ain't yielding the profits of him. Fast enough. <laughs> well, hell, if they get reparations, they might. I'm going to have to go at that tether today, too. Sorry. Ooh. Be half tether. You know, I have to pull out that card when I need to. Wow. But shout out to this dude. He the one who checked the Haitian girl who was on the show who was talking crazy about black Americans. Um, they, he's the see, only, they're always talking crazy about black Americans. He was the only black American in the room and he's you know, he still The only talk. time we say something about y'all is when y'all say something about us. All right, let's see what Umar has to say on this point. Stereotype right that some um, Africans or Caribbeans or other black, um, black people feel towards black Americans. Well, the white man's original... The white man's original tactic of divide and conquer, separate and rule, is still his most cherished weapon against African people. Mm. You see, understandably, when people look at America up until now, being, quote unquote, the most powerful country in the world, if you want to get down with the most powerful country in the world, you're going to have to despise who they despise. And since America has done such a great job despising African people, anybody who wants to come to this country, even if they are African, are going to seek somebody else's company other than ours. <laughs> right? That doesn't make what... Not Regina attacking me. She said, Travis, <laughs> love him some Dr. Umar. Boy, Gina Omar. <laughs> they do right. But we have to look at the fact that we as African people in America haven't done a whole lot collectively to make ourselves the power base we should be for all African people. Now, this is what I disagree with on this part right here. When he says that black Americans have a, basically saying they have a duty to become the power base for African or black people across the globe. Wouldn't the continent that has the most people, people? be the one that have that? Shouldn't they be, are being, shouldn't they be a role model for us? Exactly. The Instead of us with, having to be a role model for them. I remember, uh, I talked about this before, when the, back in the early 2000s or late 90s, Asia or Chinese, um, the Chinese were trying hard to get Mandarin into Ivy League schools, but they didn't care to put it in the schools because China had no power. We don't care about what y'all doing. Now 
Mandarin is taught in all those schools because China has power now. So it would benefit Africa if they, how they say it, pulled themselves up by their bootstrap, made themselves somewhat of a power on the planet. Then you can then have certain uh, uh, expectations on black Americans and black people in general. <laughs> Fuck Dr. Umar Johnson for this. He shouldn't have said this. I don't know why he's. Well, I, I kind of understand. You know, I know why he said you know, he it, but African, yeah. when you have to, when you look at it, you go like, "Really? You saying that shit too?" Yeah. He's also said other things. He also made the point out that Black Americans aren't respected in certain aspects by them, and how they need to be. They need to be more. So respectful. we are not respected by by them. He didn't say all of them. He was saying some. But yeah. Why should we be funding them? He basically said, you know how they always say is, uh, they've been programmed by the white man, you know, and and more and, and most of us has been unprogrammed. What he's saying is they don't have what they, what they all they always say is they don't have the education. Shit, the they got the education. I don't mean book education. I mean the understanding, societal understanding of black people in their place on the globe. <clears throat> That's bullshit. When they see white people, they're coming to give them water wells, food, and stuff. They see them as good people. They don't see them the same way we see them. When they see white people, they're they're they they know that that's their cash money, and they're willing to be their escort. <laughs> with our education, with our income, being the richest group of African people in the world in terms of take home pay, right. we should be the power base for African people throughout the world. Right. Y'all need institutions, we gonna fund them. Y'all have a problem with your water, we gonna fund that. Mm. You understand me? You got a medical crisis. We're going to take care of that. We have the resources. We got the personnel. We got the expertise. We got the money. We should be the power base. Mm. So when an African comes to America from outside of the outside of this country, they say, well, wait a minute now. If I align myself with the African-American, what is in that for me? Mm. Because I don't even see the African-American doing anything for themselves on a collective basis. Right. We have success, but it's all individual, mm. right? There's very few institutions that we run and control independently. Let's take it to Little League. When you go for the Little League uh, football team or the basketball team, do you go try out for the team that's losing every year? Or do you want to be on the championship team? <laughs> mm -hmm. Most yeah. children want to be on the championship team. So when Africans from the diaspora come to America, they see two teams, the black team, that has lost 157 straight Super Bowls since the end of slavery, mm. right? And the white team that seemed like they still winning and doing great. I want to align my sight team. Now, the mistake mm. that Africans in the diaspora are making is that if you do not link up with us, your national homeland will never be free either. See, what they do to African people anywhere, they do to African people everywhere. Mm. So if you come from Nigeria, you come from Ghana, you come from Jamaica, you come from Turks and Caicos, <clears throat> you don't associate with African people, you go get you a snow bunny, move up on the west side, you can do all that. But understand, your life is only as <laughs> sacred as white people allow it to be. That's what George waiting on, that cash. <laughs> that, that, that reparations sum, that loan... So you don't agree with him at all on that, or at least his reasoning as to why he's trying. He's trying to he's trying to give a reason as to why. Don't blame us. They carried themselves a certain way. Don't blame us. He's basically saying they do that because y'all lose. You losing. Brilliantly flawed. Higher ups know we'll never liberate ourselves speaking this slavish, demonic dialect. Uh, yep. Tether see whiteness as supremacy. They seek as well. Umar is a clown. I would never trust this nonsense. <laughs> If Umar a clown, Travis is the clown. <laughs> George. Wait, was that a propaganda campaign he just put forth? <laughs> I mean, you know, 
Now I'm about to play this. They oh. was this be they was talking crazy. I need a recipe for them mud pies. Like them crab cakes George be asking for. We want a recipe for them mud pies. Okay. A little dirt, a little water. Now in this video, these are some Haitian. I don't know if they're Haitian, but these all of them is Haitian. But I think they're Haitian. And they was talking crazy about black Americans on the podcast. <laughs> they was talking crazy. I didn't go to the full video. I saw some of it. I'm just gonna play a few. So you clips. can't put it in context of what they were saying. This this just may have just been a moment in the discussion yeah, it just a moment. where okay. it got out of hand. Yeah, it got out but of somebody hand. reeled it back in and say, Y'all know y'all fucked up, right? <laughs> yeah, they, we'll find that at some point. Okay. All right. American beef. Do you guys feel like it's a beef? I don't feel no. like it's no beef, but I do feel like it's beef with your people. Your I wouldn't say it's beef, but it's like hate. I wouldn't say no beef because motherfuckers want to be us. <laughs> I, I got 12 seconds to the video and I almost had a, a brain aneurysm. It's big ass. Look at them big ass people on that couch. How the fuck they fit on that couch? It's big ass. God damn. She said we want to be them. Ooh, he, he like big worm. <laughs> oh, he uh he Cuban, ain't he? <laughs> now she said that we want to be them. <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna just press play. It's definitely hate. the gag. Nah, ain't no beef, man. We all we all one. We all one. Ain't no peace, love. Got you. So, what you feel the beef is, V? Personally, ain't no beef. I they feel like. V. Oh, I'm v. sorry. You can't do that. I'm More v, big people. V. Okay, go ahead. When you say B, it sound B because you call me V. So who are these people? <laughs> they just came across the time. <laughs> they just came across the timeline. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Who are these people? Who the, who that nigga on that name? <laughs> who this woman? Yeah, I call her B, but now BB, how do you feel? About oh, you talking with me, right? Yeah, yeah I'm okay. My bad. <laughs> okay, so honestly, I feel they like so the, fat, they have gravity. Not beef. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That couch has Jesus' blessing on it. George. <laughs> it's a testimony to his <laughs> Regina said, what do you think is behind all the anti-black rhetoric coming oh from my God. some black immigrants? They literally Jesus. come here. Uh, seeking the dream oh that the God. black Americans know is a nightmare. Well, that's part of the propaganda as well. They've been told that it's a dream. <laughs> they they literally sell a dream. It's, ain't that crazy? When somebody said it to you, and you're selling a dream. That's dissing you. That's saying that you ain't talking something realistic. But America has literally sold a dream to people. It's crazy. It's she got her hot pink pocket book on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because beef is when two parties are, you feel me, beefing yeah it's hate because it's only hate coming from the other side okay let me say this they delusional let me say this they are we, so hold, delusional they sound exactly like you hear some black Americans say it's one side that we don't think about y'all we don't talk about y'all how are y'all spending time talking about us how is it possible they're saying the same thing huh if they're saying the same thing we hear black Americans say, but we don't think about y'all. We ain't, it's a one-sided thing. We're not even saying nothing to y'all. We don't even diss y'all. We don't think about y'all. They're saying the same thing. All these motherfuckers having panels on us. They battling. When we gonna have? When we gonna go on that show and have black Americans versus cut. anybody? Oh, cut or something. What they, they're, hold, hold, hold. It, Let me go explain. Ahead. What he's talking about right now is there's a YouTube channel called Cut or something where they had a. They have uh, debates between different groups. They have black ethnic Americans, groups, different ethnic groups. 
I think they had black and was it? We can't even say ethnic groups, cultural groups, because okay. Jamaicans want to uh, have a debate or a talk with African Americans, uh, Chinese, Asian, all these different groups want to sit down and have a discussion, discussion. with us but in, about their gripes. On in the main video, we talking about I think it was is it Asian people. But in the comment section, every group you can think of was saying they want a video. Even the damn Native Americans, the Hispanics. They said, we want a video with black Americans. Because that's going to get the most fucking views. Well, they ain't the views they want to get crossed. I don't think. Shit. I feel like, like, no hate to Americans. Like, I have a lot of... Go ahead. So why not go after the white man? Ain't no black Americans at the border trying to keep y'all from coming here. Exactly. They claim Haiti is so great. That they have clear water, not seaweed water, but y'all asses traveling through and eating mud pies to get here. Why do you keep bringing them? That's messed up. Fuck them. You're going to regret that later. I'm gonna not going to regret gonna shit. thinking and say, I shouldn't have been saying that. You know what? I'm not going to regret it. Because in this space, in this time, I have a right to say that because I'm only reacting to what they're giving me. Do you want, is it too right? How they said, do two wrongs make a right? If they have something they want to say about black Americans, that's a stereotype that we do, they more than welcome to say it. Okay, go ahead. They are based in Florida, but blaming the entire community. They mad that we don't celebrate flag of the biracial massacre. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I don't even know what the fuck that is. No, the biracial massacre. I think she's talking about the uh, 1804. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no way you love yourself and want to live with the one skinny dude riding the Krispy Kreme wave. Speak <laughs> <laughs> for myself. I was 57, now 58, when I realized most black Americans are tellers. I ignorantly see black skin and assume black person. He must be from Alabama. Regina, don't listen to Travis and Eastwood. Tell the shit. Just find truth and don't listen to Travis. 1804 forever. <laughs> Travis they, is touching ankles. I will say this, though. They they definitely, that's their big joker. Like, whenever you talk to a Haitian person about anything cultural or anything ethnic, they bring up, <laughs> you know, force like, damn, okay, we... Yeah, we know. <laughs> and they take pride. They're like, yes, we're they poor. Should, they but they won. Did you win? They won. Did you win? Yes, they won. But you won and you go into the very places that you fought against. What do you mean? Like they the country well, they, that they, they go to those countries and live there. That's not I'm saying they won that war. They won the land of the mud pies. American friends and I love <laughs> my American friends. But it's some Americans, like, I don't know if it's because of the fact that y'all, like, the white man, like, basically erased y'all culture. Like, y'all don't really have any culture. And the very crisis. fact that um, Caribbeans were, like, we have something. Exactly. We, we're all the same color. Y'all about to say something. that, uh, Scorpio, Shashé, Shantae. Yeah. What yeah. Here they are dressing and walking and talking like us. Exactly. Let me, let me Look how she's Which y'all shouldn't really want that image that she presenting right now. I will say this though. If you notice, most of the most of the the heat is coming from the women. And I have a theory as to why I'm not saying this all the time. I've seen dudes from other countries talk crazy about black Americans. But a lot <laughs> of the times when you see them talk crazy, especially from the women, I believe that when you look at it on the global level. When you talk about the face of um, a black female beauty, it's black American women. They're the cream of the crop. So I think a lot of black women from other countries have a little bit of, you know, fight for that. Like, I, I believe so. I mean, look at the wig, the baby hair. Okay, let's move on. 
something that divides <laughs> us, which is our culture. And I feel like y'all don't like that. Someone throw that hungry bitch a twinkle. We are different because y'all, basically, y'all want us to feel like we all the same, which we are. You feel me? We was all slaves, but at the end of the day, we are different. Like, we understandable. That's a- crazy because thank none, you. Nothing she said just there made sense. <laughs> thank you. We we appreciate you for pointing out the difference. I'm gonna play another clip. Hold on. For a lot of the black people, like Ooh. our African American, this one right one here, in the room. this one right here didn't. She didn't get it. She had the most vitriol. She didn't get it all off her chest because <laughs> she was. Oh, she, she was, was on, picked on when she was in school. She had a that, lot of smoke. <laughs> take that lace front and rainbow dress off, honey. <laughs> That's good. Yep, sounds like jealousy, Kifa. Confusion is warfare one hundred and one, and she's Haitian. The fuck. The fuck. <laughs> American, first of all, to have so much to say about other black people as far as Jamaicans, Haitians, and other Caribbean islands. It's like, y'all have so much. She ain't Haitian? So she's Jamaican or something? <laughs> Damn, that cow's buckling. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus might be tested. All right, y'all <laughs> Just say, like, for example, back in the day, like, Haitians was dirty. Haitians was this. Haitians was that. <laughs> Haitians was that. But, Haitians baby, y'all dirty, too. Like, <laughs> Hey, now, dude, when I heard this, she said, y'all dirty, too. You heard that's, in, that's a family member way down the line. She didn't say they not dirty. <laughs> she said, like, y'all yeah, dirty too. we dirty, but y'all dirty, too. Oh, it's crazy. Like, if I'm saying, if we're going to look at it and look how what it was, baby, y'all dirty, too. Y'all walk around barefoot. Y'all can't she clean y'all not, meat. No, Sometimes y'all can't cook. So it's like, if we gonna, we going to compare different things, it's like, Really, what y'all mad about, like B said, like y'all just don't have no roots. Y'all don't have no history for real. Yeah. The only history that y'all really have is we were slaves and somebody, you know, fixed it for us and then we back here. I mean, the only history that I really could say y'all physically probably have was probably the time when Martin Luther King and them was here. Ninth I feel like grade, they did, like, you know, a talk. lot more as far as the black, you know, African American culture for y'all. But other than that, it's like y'all. Yeah, this is like the DCB more beef, pointless. Y'all um, dirty too. When I take a shit, I call it a Haitian. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all God damn. Crazy. So you started this. You started this. Oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> they want to convince us other black people outside of America are great so bad it's not working. I agree with you, Honorable Sienna. What did I. It's like. I told you about what this is before. Yeah. You can. Well, tell. You already said it, so just say it. Because black Americans have such a high level of visibility, we are the. F- the face of black culture. So whenever these people, no matter where they're from, go to another country, it's they tell them I'm Jamaican or I'm some some African country. It's like you're a subgroup of black. So black is black American, and if you're anything else, you're a subgroup. So they feel like their culture has to be connected to black American culture in order to be visible. But why don't? Uh, oh, I can't say that because they're they're different. Okay. Y'all really don't have nothing. And she said, um, people said, Drake. we dirty in our own country. <laughs> Across the globe, they trying to track like Americans, but they literally copy us down. That's true. That's true. And like, y'all Who said can't we even... dirty in our own country? Keith <laughs> said we dirty in our own country. <laughs> We're dirty like... in our own country. Like, y'all really don't have no food. Like, yeah, fried chicken and stuff, but white people eat that. You guys are white and black. Y'all and, are still Americans. You get what I'm saying? So... 
only the difference that between the African-Americans and, like, Americans that live in the United States is that one's white and one's black. But y'all honestly came from the same roots. The only thing is, y'all was slaves and y'all was manipulated to feel like y'all was so different, but y'all are just the same as both of them. So I just feel like it's more so, like, not even that it's beef. It's just hate. It's just not even hate. It's envy. It's it's more like educated. People got to be more educated. Educated. Okay, uh, you gotta be educated. All right, fuck them. And why should I give a fuck what you want to be? Because you're not me. Fuck you. Uh, Regina said that's very interesting, dude. Because I never considered that they consider themselves a subgroup. Bring the flaw. I want my marriage to be as strong as those cows. <laughs> Old enough. Kifa said we built this country. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Americans and Haitians can't. All right, let me say this. I'm gonna make a point real quick. What she says because a lot of these people make this. This point that Black Americans have no culture. Now I've made the point that Black Americans do have a culture, but today, and as far as 2023, our culture is very weak because a lot of our people do not participate in the culture that we come from. Through hip hop, whatever you want to say, our culture has been down, uh, has been watered down a lot through actions, maybe outside the community and within. We gotta put some blame on ourselves too. But whenever I hear people from the Caribbean, in particular say to talk about culture and you go, man, look, that that one that one thing that you constantly celebrate, carnival, whatever it's called. Carnival. You got that from white people. That is was it Lupacali, whatever it's called. That is a celebration of pagan gods from Europe. And they've told you y'all started that shit because y'all got away from slave. Like it, just stop. If we really look at these Caribbean countries and we start talking about culture, you really don't want to you really don't want to go into that. And your culture is very demonic. That's what I'm about to say. Y'all really don't want to go into the hypersexuality and all this stuff that's in your culture. Like, you really want to stop and leave it alone. Like, just leave that alone. We are the only black people uh, globally, period. They are... (laughs) They are... that They are their failed nation everywhere they go. Um, There's nothing in Haiti I want to know or celebrate. We are a culture. We are not a parents' culture, and that is the program, the one we program with. They beat the rebellion out of the Caribbean people. They made no impact or contribution to God. <laughs> but yeah, so whenever I see these rants that they do, I can tell by the energy. culture has been infiltrated. I could tell by the energy of this one right here. She's dealt with some stuff. She was picked on. I can tell she had way too much energy. But they call her dirty. That's why she started out with the dirty. Somebody said her dirty ass. Dirty ass. Hey. <laughs> and here's the thing though with black Americans. If if we if something happened with you one time, that's you forever. If you're going to work one day musty and the, the black group of people at your job will be like, you know, so and so musty ass. Like it could be a year later. You always gonna be known as the musty stankin'. person. So well, how to get on there? Keep in mind. I didn't grow Her up. baby hair looked dirty. <laughs> I didn't grow up around <laughs> Haitians. I did not know any Haitians growing up. Honestly, yeah, we only grew up around Mexicans and white people and Native Americans. That's it. I maybe saw maybe a couple Asians. All the Asian short, the Asian Chinese people um, and all this stuff. Nope. I maybe had like five biracial people that I knew. That's it. Like for the most part, we didn't grow up around no other black people except black Americans. However, so wait, go, wait. So for you to say that black Americans in your area is calling you dirty. I'm going to be honest with you. As a black American, I'm going to say, well, why are they calling you dirty? <laughs> so now, without even meeting no, without even meeting a Haitian, you telling me that means y'all must be dirty. I mean, it is what it is. Go Man, ahead. this is very convoluted. Very complicated. 
as a Bobby Hermit stated, man, this, this shit, shit crazy. <laughs> this shit over. <laughs> as an African, that is true. It seems she's advocating for us to separate our history from whites, but we built and we fight for one country. That's the reality. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people outside of this country, when whenever we talk about America, they think we're talking about America. We're talking about Black America. It's, it's Black America is different. It's two Americas. But I think outside of this country, they don't understand that. But once they get here, I believe they see it. It takes about, two, most of the time, whenever a person who comes here, and that's not just with black people, that's with any group. When they first get here, they're very conservative, separate from the other groups, just assimilate as fast as possible. But it takes about two or three generations, and then you'll notice their kids' kids will be like, oh, this shit crazy. Then they'll start identifying the separate cultures and understanding the nuance of the whole situation. See, Regina, those are fat fucks. You're beautiful <laughs> just the way you are. And a bigger, better singer than Travis. You don't let Travis change you for the love of the boule. <laughs> well, wait a minute. How you know Regina a better singer than me? She put up a singer video, remember? Okay, he hasn't heard me sing on mic before. Because you won't do it. Uh, I try to, I try to uh, trick you into doing it, but you won't. I'm not catering to those fucks. Sorry, my text is not working today. Might need to reboot my phone. Okay. All right, now I'm going to show this last video. This is they talking about uh, colorism. I'm not going to talk about the colorism part. Once again, I'm just talking about the part of them using black American culture to to put their story out there, out there to get light to their story. This woman is Nigerian, but she's going to use black American history to put nuance and understanding to her uh, culture's um, problems, basically. Colorism issues that started during slavery and have continued to impact our communities, our families. Tra Travis probably sound like the barge. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> when it comes to light skin versus dark skin narrative, the lasting impact of the paper bag test, you have preferential treatment between siblings and simply. Now, keep in mind, this woman is Nigerian, but she's talking about the paper bag test. I'm pretty sure the paper bag test had nothing to do with Nigeria. Just how we see ourselves well, as what? Brindley Fox, stop capping. Also, George says the barge sounds good. Oh yeah. So George liked the barge. <laughs> Human beings within the community of color. So tonight we are talking about colorism and its impact on the black community and black families. I would love to see I'm just going to jump. Hold more on. Reset. It's a learned behavior that definitely put in folks. I'm Nigerian and we have different phrases for black and for white. And the term for white is Ocha. Now that means white, but that also means clean. Now this is old ass understanding. We've been saying this since that stuff that this is what Dr. Umar was talking about when he said that we have a different understanding of society and what's going on around us. What she's saying, black people were saying this in the late, I mean, uh, early 1900s about <laughs> no sound, <laughs> about white meaning pure and clean <laughs> and all this other stuff, and black means dirty oh, okay. and dangerous and all this other stuff. So this is old. So how does this woman find a way to input her her culture and the reason why they are dealing with the certain things they're dealing with and tie that to American culture? Don't know, but yeah. Yeah, they, they uh yeah it's two Americas definitely. 
and they don't, they're not able to discern that until they get what here good- and have a, a lot of time here, and then they understand the difference. But Wait by a that time, never mind. Go ahead. No, that was we've already moved past that. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Right, I'm gonna play this last clip. Travis don't want to give these dudes credit, but they said what we saying right now. I had this conversation with who, a with a good- who throws one another under the bus. You talking about? Ain't you throwing me under the bus saying I'm gonna play these dude and Travis don't want to give these dude credit? Now, George, this is Wait, a brother throwing another brother under the, under the bus because that's throwing me under the bus because you starting off a video saying Travis don't give a fuck what they about to say. He still considered them tethers. Move. Didn't you say that? I said that, but <laughs> you that, I'm just giving him an example of throwing <laughs> okay. somebody under a damn bus. Good friend of mine, and she then and through the conversation, I want to get deeper too. But through the conversation, I had a realization that. I am not a part of the culture. I'm a observer of the culture and a, a um, sort of sometime a participator in the culture. And when you but first hear are, that, isn't that hard to hear? It's hard to hear. It's hard to it's hear. It's very hard to hear. Because that's not what you thought it was. Right, right, right You right. felt like you were in there. Now, hearing this but, right now is like but, fucking you, She said, could y'all both flip? <laughs> Go, what'd she say? Travis sounds like potato salad with raisins. He's singing in the shower with headphones on. Let that sink in. Travis sounds like a cat scratching a a chalkboard. Uh, Honorable Sienna said she's the bottom cast of the Nigerians. They don't accept her. Her Nigerian husband's family practically disowned him for marrying her. Uh, Shantae said, so y'all both flip floppers. So so Shantae calling me a flip flopper. How am I? I don't understand how y'all, if y'all been watching this channel from the beginning... How do y'all call me a flip flopper? I don't flip flop. <laughs> Sassy right. Travis is the flopper. Duke is the scapegoat. <laughs> y'all right, let's finish playing this. Call a spade a spade, nigga. My culture is Copa and Guyot. No matter how Yo, much I love rap. hurt me, bro. No matter how much I love rap, my culture isn't cornbread and ham hocks. Right. Even though I fuck with it. But, right. but I'm a sauce wine nigga. Right. You, know that, what right. I mean? you was born in Haiti or you was born I'm here? I'm born no, here. No, we're born here. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the, the culture, culture and the foundation of what they stand on has already been laid before we got here. Yeah. Right? So when we come here, we get in the Jordans and we get in yeah. the thing. We watching Fresh Prince. And that's us observing the culture yeah. and, then, and then mimicking the culture to a certain degree. Right. We're and not because, of the culture. And because we look like but them. Even and because though they invite we us in and feel here, like home. Yeah, They're even born, though, bro, this no, conversation it's, it's, fucked it's me on, up, Chris. Your, it's, on, it's on their backs. Uh, you give them credit? Yeah, they get credit. Uh, Arnold was saying a paper bag test came from Louisiana Creoles. Haitians because Y'all give them the Haitian crazy. Creoles? I call, yeah, I called. That's why I called George a Frenchie. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Haitian because I called. That's why I called his ass a tether. <laughs> Regina, uh, while at Arnold Siena, see, she's very, see, very complicated at the cast and class system it's a whole other faucet oh uh, uh facet um shante said travis you flip-flop on dude when you uh when you previously discussed the topic what did i flip-flop on what did i say he's he not wrong that. though all skin, all skin folk ain't kin folks but at least he's talking uh truth all right let me uh what's this what's this what's this Oh, Juneteenth is back. <laughs> hey, we've been talking about Juneteenth a lot because it's a lot. I, I knew that this year was gonna be what? Huh? What? No, nothing. Go ahead. We've been talking about Juneteenth a lot, so we got another story. What well, this, this dude uh, on Twitter? Shout out to Black Patriarchy said Juneteenth is a holiday that celebrates the emancipation of American slaves, but it's also become an opportunity for Caribbean immigrants to 
celebrate their heritage over our own it's time to separate let me all weekend the celebrations have been going on around the city <laughs> what news tells jordan cassani's in prospect park where brooklyn based <laughs> on with cnn uh, hold on uh shout out to the young woman who helped him see the reality of the situation what we fail to realize is a lot of confusion comes from black men trying to integrate with these people. Listen, I used to, that's George. Trevor used to say that and I'd be like, what? What? About how black men invite a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Because who they want to date. And it's, yeah. it's true. my job. Uh, my job dropped Juneteenth to write off the holiday calendar. <laughs> how many, are there any black people going to be give a fuck about that whack holiday? When I watched the fucking black hate crime bill. <laughs> <laughs> Only wiggers like Travis love this fake ass holiday. So Juneteenth never celebrated Juneteenth. I don't think it should it be a celebration or I'm a remembrance. I'm, or I'm, 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 I don't think I don't think Juneteenth should have ever been a holiday. I agree because if you make it a holiday, then it's going to be diversified, and that means everybody gets to participate in it in, in, and be and, involved in the and, holiday. And when everybody's able to participate, they're going to change things. They're gonna and miss- they're going to capitalize off of it yeah. and make money off of it. And then you're going to be like, well, can't you really say nothing? And then they're going to change it to what they want it to be because y'all say the colors are red, white, and blue. Yeah. They say that they're, but they're using black, uh, green, and red. green, and red. Yeah. Our red, black, green. It's just crazy. Organization I Am Caribbean is hosting a double whammy, Juneteenth and Caribbean American Heritage Month celebration. Yeah, Caribbean business owners, artists, musicians, and so much more are joining right here at the Prospect Park Boathouse to celebrate their heritage (laughs) and Juneteenth. (laughs) It's a cultural celebration for Brooklynites of all this in New York. Ages. I am Caribbean in collaboration with the Prospect Park Alliance have come together for today's Juneteenth and One Love Little Caribbean Day right here in our backyard. We're told that each artist, dancer, musician and vendor participating in the day's celebration come from Caribbean roots like Jamaica, Trinidad and elsewhere. Nearly 1,000 New Yorkers came out to hit the dance floor, enjoy traditional Caribbean food and drinks today and shop all sorts of products. Well, what does it have to do with Juneteenth? Yeah, I don't think this had. I think they just put Juneteenth there. But I don't think it was a Juneteenth really celebration scene. So they were trying to capitalize off of it. No, they already had. It's it's, it's, it's Caribbean Heritage Month as well as Black Music Month as well as Juneteenth. It's a lot of. You know what? Why we got to have a Black Music Month? We have Black History Month. Why can't that be celebrated in Black History Month? It's just too much. That is that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's crazy. Uh, all right, let me show this. This is the last Juneteenth little thing. All these damn holidays. There's too much going on. Where she got kicked out of school. Like Brandon Slaw said, nigga Monday. Two Kwanzas. <laughs> 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 two both big holidays. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. So today I got kicked out of school because the director at my school didn't like the feedback that I had for her about something that she said in class. So I go to school right now for aesthetics. Um, I was practicing that Monday, we will be celebrating Juneteenth, but instead of celebrating it for what it's for, we're gonna celebrate it um, as a diverse day. That's what you were talking about. Because it's a holiday now, <laughs> it has to be celebrated 
amongst all amongst all people and all have to feel comfortable exactly now she i'm not gonna show the whole video basically she got kicked out of school for this um she got kicked out should i say because the the person who was running the event didn't want to hear her talk about it it is it's gonna be the verse let's move on not too much on juneteenth that has been celebrated in many states for many years well you, you i agree in many states most not, niggas ain't celebrating juneteenth because most niggas didn't know about it I did not know about Juneteenth. Just being honest. I'm from the Car- we from the Carolina, maybe South Carolina. South Carolina knew, probably. But yep. not North. I, there's probably some people in North Carolina who do. I'm yeah, saying our Texas family didn't celebrate Juneteenth. That's more Listen. of a, before it turned to a holiday, it was more of a uh, oral history type thing. In Texas, they knew about it. Obviously, the middle of Louisiana, Orleans, all them, Georgia was big on it. But it was it was mainly a thing where people from those areas that moved north or whatever they would celebrate it. It's a fake holiday, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even get the day off. So Some people the, do. Some places did get the day off. I don't know. No place up here they got the day off. Some people got the day off. Quick story. Remember, I think last year we talked about them trying to ban wooden stoves, gas stoves. Do anybody got a wooden? Do anybody get have a gas stove? Everybody got electric, right? The fact that it's even a fight. House passed its first bill to block federal government's gas stove ban. That's just crazy. These green freaks are trying their hardest. To, they blaming everything for the weather and all this other stuff. Crazy. Uh, quick. Me either. I'm from Texas. He hadn't heard of it either. He's from Texas. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a, it was an oral history type thing. Loved our gas stove. Well, they trying to get rid of it, Regina. Travis get was black enough happened. to get that day off. <laughs> uh, they want to go, go electric, electric on everything. everything. Exactly. Because if it's electric and it's tied to some home system, we can turn it off from a distance. Anyway. Oh, you mean when they want you to do what you want to do? Yeah, they're going to turn and you And then you're like, okay, we'll turn you the gas. Okay, we'll turn, turn your lights, off. gas, your internet. Put me out. No. <laughs> no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, that's some uh, don't be a menace. He became the first black mayor of New Bern, Alabama. A white minority locked him out of the town hall. Now Mayor Patrick Braxton has filed a federal. Oh, well, never mind. He said he wasn't talking about. He didn't know about the holiday. He uh, he didn't know about Juneteenth. He was talking about uh, having days off. Oh, okay, okay. Honestly, is black men promoting the inclusive nonsense around the remembrance of Juneteenth? Many African-American people are working together to call out promoters for using wrong colors and meanings. Yeah, that happened in uh, was it South Carolina where a dude put the, wrong, put the wrong flag behind it and all this stuff. Yeah. Never heard of a fake holiday until two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the banks have it all. Yeah, the banks. The banks, they, the banks are getting, they got find MK, a way. Uh, they got Martin Luther King Day. They will get a day they off. They'll find a day. I'll get a day. Anyway, we can close the bank and keep you from getting money out of there. We're going to find a way. We're going to find it. We're going to close it. <laughs> I'm not promoting inclusion. I'm just getting laid. <laughs> uh, that's what he do. African-American Music Appreciation Month dates back to 1979. All those other holidays shouldn't uh, be, be uh, celebrated. celebrated. Yeah. Well, they gave it to him. So, But this story right here. So basically this guy, I'm not going to read the whole story. He ran for mayor, but the other guy who was running didn't have the proper paperwork filed. So he won without really being in a race. He went to the city council, made his city council and all this stuff. But the old city council, they formed a cabal with the old mayor 
to keep him in office and keep this guy from being able to actually run the city. Now, the crazy part is when you read the story, the people in this town, which is majority black, they say that out of the whole time they've been there, they've never seen an election happen. Now, keep in mind, he's the first black mayor of this majority black city. So that means this whole time, the reason why the white people was able to stay in power because they wouldn't hold an elections. They would just... Then what did they say about the mayor. black people that live there? I agree. It says that, damn, you didn't think to ask how he where became they from? mayor? Where, where is this located We're again? Gonna do that. Alabama? It's in Alabama. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's um, that damn septic tank. They drink... Apologize. <laughs> apologize. I didn't say anything. Nothing came out. All right. One thing everyone in Newborn agrees, black or white, plaintiff or defendant, young or old, no one in Newborn can remember an election. I can't remember one. One middle-aged black resident told Tread Saturday morning. <laughs> she shut corn in front porch and when she answered questions. You'll have to ask some older folks. The older folks didn't remember an election either. Hattie Hollis, 83, was born and raised in Newborn. She couldn't recall a single election in the town's history. Not that I know of, she said. I can't remember any election. Even the former mayor and his co-defendants admitted it had been decades since the citizens of Newborn have been able to vote for their own town's leader. So the reason why these white people stayed in charge there is because they weren't even hosting elections. Because the black people was acting like... Okay, people, you you if you ain't had an election in 40, 50, 60 years, <laughs> and we just sitting around on the porch... Like, come on, we have to we have to ask questions. Why don't we have why ain't I getting stuff in the mail? Why why am I not voting? What what's going on here? <laughs> they didn't even this is what Braxton said. They didn't even know they could vote for mayor. The position was always handed look, the position was always handed down from white man to white man, he explained. And when he went and uh and when the time would come for an election, no notices would be posted informing Newburn residents that an election was even possible. It was always just passed from friend, one friend to another. So they was treating the mayor position like a damn, like a little it's a frat. side gig, like being a coach at a high school. Like it was just, oh, your turn. Uh, Travis and Duke especially, but everyone check out Lady Boulay's channel on YouTube. Lady Boulay, okay. We always celebrated with our elders with red velvet cake and our cookout. It's not fake. It's the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Travis Brown is a sewer when I come to uplift the G real black people. Black, black people, people going, going to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah on, on Sunday, you're going to church. Uh, 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 what to say? Uh, Calhoun, a black woman, said it's difficult for folks in Newburn who are struggling to get by uh, have been unwilling to take up the fight that would in, in, inevitably come from challenging a white minority grip on the reins of the town's governorship government. A lot of blacks knew there was no point. There's really no point in wasting your time. Oh, so, shout these, out to Akifa. She's on the from. She's she's looking at from now. See? Leave Kifa alone. Listen, I'm going to warn you right now, Kifa. Don't listen to him, Kifa. I'm not going to enjoy from. Listen, if you ever saw Lost, like I keep warning Travis because he's sucking to this show deep. <laughs> I said, Travis, this show reminds me of Lost. Lost around season three or four went off the rail. It just completely jumped the shark. It was like, what are you doing? I'm warning you, we're in season two, and they still ain't told you what the hell is going on. Okay. Regina still ain't watched that show. She said that last time. Okay, I'll get into it. <laughs> Regina said, that's just trash. <laughs> <laughs> I heard her turn that shit on. She lead the room. But yeah, uh, basically, this man is 
trying to finally sh- expose oh, the fact that nobody. She said is- Lost was that show, dude. <laughs> it was that show for a little while. I used to watch it with my mama. Yeah, it was a show for a little while. I'm all okay. Uh, you already cut uh, up. Yeah, so you gonna notice season three? We are gonna see what happens if it gets if it gets. Listen, a it's the best thing out right now. I'm sorry. The best. What else is out here? What, what else is out, Chin? What else we watching? Damn. <laughs> exactly. So BML. be quiet. Did y'all watch season six of Black Mirror? Um, we ain't watched it since they had that season of the black dudes. With yeah, the that was yeah. The black fan dude going who, it, it, pretending to be uh, street fighters game. And then chose to stay in the game to fall in love. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Now we did like that other show where they had the black dude come on the second season. Uh. Alter Carbon. Alter Carbonated Season 2. We like, like that, that season. Is it Alter Carb Carbon? I'm Some pretty sure they know what it is. Yeah. It was on Netflix. They canceled it after the black man. The yeah. same dude from Black Mirror was on there, which was the better than season one. <laughs> it's creepy. I can't watch it with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me show this. The Supreme Court leaves Indian Child Welfare Act intact. So in your fur is still here. I want to say in our little town. Would it be a town or a city we lived in? We lived in uh we lived in the city limits. Okay, so yeah, city. They had a uh building for uh Indian affairs, what we call it. <laughs> they used to call it around my area, in your fur. In your fur. <laughs> yeah. But we like the second season of alternated carbon. The, yeah, the first one season. had too much uh sexual activity. Yeah, the going first on. season was they always do that when the white man is in the show. They always love showing white man ass and every damn show he's in. It's like, bro, I don't need to see this, man. I really don't. You really don't got to see black people. We're more respectable. And then the, the black lady that was in the second season, they made her a dyke. What up? He's is Wani. Is how you say his name? It's Wani. Hello to all. How you, how you doing? They know that woman was too curvaceous in the second season of Carbon Alternate to they try to every, cover all that shit up. They did everything they to cover that woman And up. we still saw it. It was moving. We saw it. <laughs> Uh, had to watch the new Black Mary. Merrick Eric Adams endorses Harlem Dem Inez Dickens from NYCC Council in a heated race. When I saw this woman, I, I immediately thought, "Is ain't this the woman who's on the council or on the uh, the uh, the board for the uh, reparations committee?" Yeah. So this woman is running for city council. Mayor Eric Adams is behind her. He's standing behind her, giving her a push. It's Nwani. In in Wani, okay. In Wani. Your honor was okay, but predictable. Don't lie. You like the first season, LOL. No, I didn't like the first season. It. I think the second season was better than the first season. So, Kiefer, you like the first season? Uh oh, Kiefer. I I already. Daniel, what's that dude name? Daniel, the one that choked the black man out on the train. What you talking about? Oh. Why are you bringing up Daniel? <laughs> uh, I need some good shows to watch. Okay. Sorry, y'all. So, Howard, this woman, I said Howard, this woman right here is getting pushed by Eric, Mayor Eric Adams, but some controversy has come in this close race because New York Assemblywoman Inez Dickens spent The second years, season, Bringley Flawed. Sorry, dude. Uh, New York Assemblywoman Inez Dickens spent years lying about Howard University degree. How do these people run for office and not expect this stuff to get exposed? So now, you know, well, it's, some a don't race. Care. it's a political race. You know, they're going to come at you with this stuff. Also, she said that she never evicted somebody, but then they came out and found out that she evicted 17 people and one of them endorsed her. 
<laughs> she said she only evicted one, but it turned out she evicted <laughs> 17. She said, no, I like both seasons. Yeah, yeah, all right, keep them. Uh, uh, something new. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Oh, I'll tell you, no. I thought you about the other movie that she played in. Kifa something new? This is the bill that she uh, sponsored, the reparations bill. So I knew that was her. So the woman who sponsored the bill for reparations in New York, apparently she's been exposed for lying about her degree from Howard, and she's been exposed for being somebody who's evicting people when she said she wasn't. So New York, New York, New York. Exactly. Moving on. DeSantis vows to restore the name of Fort Bragg, named after Confederate. Okay. You want support? I'm not in support, but it ain't, they're, they're gonna kill me. No, they ain't gonna kill you. But it seems kind of strange. It's it's clearly it's a it's a dog whistle. Exactly. Obviously. Like, why would you? Why would that be something you care about? Who, Who cares? The name of the damn. Exactly. Orzark, man, that that fell I off what season two, three. I, I couldn't get into when they it, when they make the women. Um. Yeah, let me say this. Y'all ever notice in TV shows, especially laws. The laws. <laughs> Y'all ever notice in TV shows starring... Oh, uh, Lord. I think the law. They call the law. But Ozark and like a lot of TV shows, they always create this division amongst, especially white TV shows. They always make a division amongst the men and the women. The woman always end up having an affair or something. I said, when white dudes write their shows about their women... They talk shit they about They make them, them. Let me cheaters, abuse, all type of stuff. When they fucked up on House of Cards, when they changed, when they, like the last season with Claire, yeah, and Kevin Spacey came back and did that one skit on YouTube, and we were like, "Damn, oh, yeah. that's better than the whole Damn, we bring last that season that, of House of Cards." We bring it up every time. You always bring. You must really be. It was great. House of Cards was a fantastic show. Okay, right, let me finish this. The sense is gonna change the name back. Change the name back to Fort Bragg, but. We know that's a dog whistle. Um, sorry, hold on. Uh, oh, huh. this woman here, Hamilton, uh, Danae, Danae Benton. She came out and called. I'm not even gonna play. I forgot. You can't play that. They're gonna flag that shit. But she came out and called um, DeSantis um, a grand wizard. Well, people exposed. Ain't she laying in the bed with one? With, oh, wait. oh, and by the way, look who tweeted this. I thought he was funny. Anthony Bryan Logan. <laughs> Let me say this. Anthony Bryan Logan, y'all probably know he's him. He's a conservative. He's a conservative black man on YouTube. But he's one of the few that I've seen conservative black dudes that come off as just conservative. True. Like, he don't come off as one of those... Doing too much type. Maybe he... I know he got some videos where he clearly painted he for videos. He fits the description... It. Of a dark skinned dude that wears glasses, but he he's not. He's he got videos where he's clearly K, uh, pandering. pandering to his audience, those white people that comes you know and watches him. He does that to get his bag. Yeah, but no, he's not the same as uh, those. Anything that's <laughs> not glory. What's white uh, glory, white men dog their women in shows, movies, books. Black men use social media nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> She's seen a little. She, had to, she had to take that rusty blade out and stick you. <laughs> That's what but, she had to do. She but yeah, they pointed you. out that she's with a Caucasian man, but she's calling. And look, she know him too. AB is married to a black woman, woman as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's married. I didn't know he was married, he but I, married I didn't. I, I told you, I didn't. I didn't see him 
as a type. He fits the description, but I knew he was uh, with a sister. Yes, I do watch some. Yeah, he. I used to watch some of his stuff. Yeah. He, um, I didn't know he was married. Did he get married recently? Oh, that was like, what was the last time I seen something from him? Like two years ago, maybe? Two and a half years ago? Yeah. Okay. I, I knew it was, I knew he was a little different when I saw him in Corey Holcomb comment section. <laughs> what the hell? What are you People doing? People think Corey that Holcomb? when you're conservative that you... You don't watch that type of content. No. But he did. He was. He, I see him on all type of black crazy. comments. So. You're yeah, a stereotype. I, uh... All right, move on. House GOP inches closer to Mayorkas impeachment amid discord and con- conference. I'm just talking about this because, you know, the immigration thing that's going on at the border. They're not going to hit on Biden, letting his home security, he's letting him take over, take the hit. So he's going to be impeached more than likely. <laughs> the GOP got to do something to make their base happy. You, you keep talking about all crimes that he allegedly doing, talking about Biden, talking about the GOP saying this stuff, but you ain't doing nothing to go after it's about two years ago, I think. Oh, he must have got married right after, a little bit before, after I stopped uh, really paying attention too much. Yeah. They're not going to put it on Biden. They're going to put it on the Homeland Security Director. Somebody got to take the hit. This is very pretty. Okay. Uh, Donald Trump, please not guilty to classified documents charges. They well, if Biden's got, not guilty, he's not guilty of anything. They got, they didn't show pick. I thought when they arrested Trump, I thought there was no question there was going to be a mugshot no, and a picture of him in cuffs, but they didn't do it. We would have rioted if they did we, that. <laughs> so you keep playing into it. Okay. <laughs> so basically he pleaded not guilty, whatever, whatever. Um, what I want to show. <laughs> but the DOJ also put out a protective order to stop him from showing any classified material amid the investigation. I remember last year, I agree, Billy. Uh, brilliant. It's political theory. They're just doing this to him not to run for president. I remember last year we talked about this and how we thought that Trump, <laughs> he was president. <laughs> <laughs> Trump, when he was president, um, he uncla- he, he declassified some documents. And when he, he lost the race, he took them with him. And when Biden got in office, he reclassified the documents. Or did, or did Biden reclassify the documents after they found the 37 documents? Maybe that too. Maybe that. But there's we know that there's a document allegedly that Trump has that proves that Biden, Release Obama, it. Hillary all has something to do with the Russia Gate situation. Release it, Trump. But he can't release it because it's classified now. Even though he asked for them to declassify it like three years ago and they would not do it. They would not put it out. So and by the way, he got thirty seven counts. Trump is seventy six. If he gets found guilty on just one account, that's twenty to ten. That's fifty to twenty years. Ten to twenty years. He's he not gonna get found guilty, prison, though. huh? He's not gonna get found guilty. Okay, he gotta make a deal. What kind of no not to run for president to drop out of the race? It's gonna be a deal. I think it's gonna be a deal. Brown toned down his rhetoric. Who you talking about? Brown toned down his rhetoric. His rhetoric. Who are you talking about? Oh, uh, Logan. Um, Brian, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He kind of, kind of tampered down, I guess. The last time I saw him, he was talking about Brittany Griner. You know, we know that was an easy story for him to go in on and pander to his audience. Yeah, why is she in Russia with drugs? It's like okay. Plus, nobody don't really fuck with Brittany Griner. Yeah, so it was easy to punch on her. <laughs> That's messed up. It's true, but yeah, <laughs> messed up, but it's true. Hey, gotta get one. You gotta get this bag on. 
why Trump didn't get a mugshot and wasn't even technically arrested at his arraignment, we know why, because they're trying to work out a deal with him. That would have been a bad look globally to have your ex-president in cuffs. In America, that's something you see happening what they what they call like Cuba, Venezuela. You don't want an American former president to be in cuffs. Just on TV. Cuban and Venezuela, huh? No, all throughout South America, you can go places like Africa. They arrest okay. they okay. they do coups and arrest their leaders and stuff. Such we know, Middle East, East uh Eastern Eastern block of uh, Europe. Biden accused of pocketing a five million dollar bribe. We shocked. Your honor on Showtime is excellent. I couldn't get into I it. I could not get into your honor because when I saw that, what where they chose for the kid to be killed at, and the, the, who and took the, the blame for and the, it, and, and I, the, I was like, oh, here we go. It's gonna be black people versus, uh, I did, I just didn't. And the white savior thing, I couldn't. The, yeah, I didn't want to watch it. Even though they, I think they paint him at the beginning for you not to like him, and for over time for morality to get the best in him. You're not like who? The dude, the judge. Why would you not like the judge? Because he let, let his son get away with killing somebody and letting some young black kid go to prison for it. You're not supposed to like him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope I can just tell <laughs> oh, y'all. Don't well, know. you fucked it up for somebody who hasn't uh, heard Yeah, the it. acting is good. I agree. But I just the storyline, I couldn't couldn't do it. Don't disagree. But the, excellent, the acting is excellent by all. I couldn't. I couldn't get to the story. But yeah, Biden accused of pocketing $5 million bribe from while vice president. Uh, I'm going to show this little clip right quick. I've been talking about it. Yep. He said, I don't like the way they brought the black people into your honor. Minus that, it was good acting. Yeah. Couldn't do it because they brought the black people in. <laughs> kind of ironic that it was the same for him on the Breaking Bad that he got away. It, that's what it's supposed to be. Um, Hold on, hold on. I want to just show this clip right quick. I've been talking about it. Um, brought the wall, baby. <laughs> You playing it? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I find it? Please, thank you. Okay, there we go. All right. Oh, Next time somebody run up on you, Kifa, go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Last week, uh, I came here to speak to my colleagues. And keep in mind, Chuck Grassley, the Republican, he's a 33, he's the 33rd degree Freemason. About the Biden administration and the FBI playing games <laughs> with the American people by hiding the FBI generated 1023 document from Congress and the American people. Director Ray was uh, going to be held in contempt for refusing to produce the 1023 that I told Chairman Comer about. And I think I had that conver first conversation with Chairman. Okay, he talked too slow. Basically, there's a document they have that if shows. If he talks too slow, is he just old? <laughs> there's a document that prove that uh, basically when Trump got impeached the second time when he called, when he asked for the Ukrainian government to investigate corruption. He wanted to know about the the money that allegedly was given to Biden and, or Hunter Biden. It turns out the person that Trump was on the phone with was Zelensky, the guy who's the president right now. White power wars. Exactly. So the guy, so Zelensky was the one he was on the phone with. So now we see why Biden probably is funding a lot more of that money over there. And then a lot of those guns 
that have been sent to Ukraine somehow ended up with the cartel in Mexico. But we'll get to that later. We'll so talk blackmail. About some, yeah, some other time we'll talk about that. But basically, they there's a, uh, a whistleblower who said they have recordings of Biden taking money or agreeing to take money. He has recordings of it. Does that even matter? His son has recordings on the damn laptop and <laughs> shit didn't fucking happen to him. Was, they don't give a damn about video. no fucking recordings. People get beat the shit out of by police officers on recordings. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid for my life. That's all they got to say. So allegedly Hunter Biden got $5 million and Biden got $5 million allegedly. But we know what that did Bi- the big guy get? That's the thing I'm about to say. If Biden got $5 million, Hunter Biden didn't get $5 million. He got two point five because he got to get 50% of that to the big guy. Who it may be Biden, it may be somebody else. So Biden got seven million and he got two. That's probably what's closer to what actually happened. See, this is the old article. I mean, sorry, this is the article saying FBI to bring internal Biden related document to Capitol Hill and brief House Oversight League. This is the document he's talking about. They wouldn't even let them touch the document. They wouldn't let them take pictures of it, nothing. They said all you can do is look at it. But it's it's not a classified document. Yeah. Regina, so is Trump's story just a distraction from the Bidens and the Obama big guy? There you go. The whole reason why <laughs> they got that. There's a reason why they picked that day. No, no sound. sound. There's a reason why they picked that day to arrest Trump. No English. No habla English. Me no understand. <laughs> Me no understand. Uh, there's a reason why they picked Pistol. that. They picked that day to uh, arrest Trump because they knew this other information would come around at the same time. But nobody's going to be talking about Biden. They're going to be talking about Trump. Uh, let me see. Bombshell report. DOJ offered witness to smoking gun evidence of Biden bribery ring, but she died under mysterious circumstances. Hmm. Let's move on from that <clears throat> real quick. <laughs> you saw the headline. We will get packed the fuck up. Uh, this is another story. Senate to just uh, barely confirms Bernstein as Biden's economic advisor. Bernstein, you know the name. Uh, he was Biden's economic advisor when he was vice president as well. But the crazy part is, this is what Bernstein believes. I'm just going to read the headline. Dethrone King Dollar. He wrote a whole article in 2014. The guy who just got brought in as the economic advisor of Biden, he believes that the dollar should be dethroned as the uh, 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 reserve currency. But it's already happening. <laughs> the dollar's already falling. You don't got it. I'm just running through these right now. Hold on, y'all. U.S. warned Ukraine not to attack Nord Stream. I thought they said Russia did it. I thought they said Russia did it. Now Wall Street Journal is saying the U.S. told Ukraine not to do it, but they had plans to do it. Donnie had. (laughs) So Ukraine did blow up the North Stream pipeline. Allegedly. Or did America do it and they just put it on Ukraine? Since they're going through hell anyway. (laughs) Westworld. Westworld. I never got, I never never watched Westworld. By the way, y'all, look at this map right here. Have you watched Lovecraft Country and one of my all-time favorites. Um, I love the I loved American Gods too. I liked American Gods. American Gods is alright to me. It was a real turn of events, though. Uh, what's his name? Jones. He tried <laughs> now, hold to have, on. By the way, he tried we, to have Orlando Jones. Off, off topic for a second. We were watching the show American Gods, right? Travis liked the show. I thought it was okay, but I, I, I like the I like what they were saying in the show. I know what they really were saying. That, yeah, what they we, really was doing in the yeah. show. The third on the third level understanding, but. When Orlando Jones came out and said racism, Trevor was behind him. Yeah. <laughs> then Travis found out. He, he got, got a, a white snowflake one. on his ass. He was like, how you writing that? Those are powerful speeches. Dope. How you doing that, but you married 
They they double talk. Then Travis didn't World care and wanted them to continue the show. He huh? wanted, you wanted them to continue American Guys without him. Yes, I did. I said, fuck, fuck them. them. <laughs> All right, I'm going to show this right quick. This um map right here. With the Ukraine thing happening, Russia has threatened to cut America off from the internet. Now, America. No, I did not know this. I didn't know this. America's internet is connected to other countries through cables under the ocean. I didn't know this. So if you separate these cables, which is Russia is planning is threatening to do at least, I don't think they're really gonna do it. It will cut America off from having internet outside of the country. You still be able to have internet within the country, but it would separate you from the rest of the world. I did not know they was running power lines through the damn ocean. I thought it was satellite. <laughs> they tell us that it's satellites, but it's in this case, it's not. I guess. Oh, that's what I'm waiting on too. I'm waiting on the return of the peripheral. I'm waiting on that show. too. I don't like that show. Westworld's the best thing I've watched in a minute by far. Total mind fuck like peripheral. Yep, waiting on that one to come back. Peripheral? Peripheral. There's another one too. I'm waiting on. Let me just get through these last four. Okay. I'll move quick. Francis Macron to host Saudi Crown Prince for Middle East talk. So France and Macron is trying to get into that BRICS thing. How? They're part of the West. That's the point. People are asking. Cowards. What they're asking, France is known for being cowards. That's what I'm about that. to say. France is known for being cowards. They're cowards. As far as wars and all that stuff. They weren't cowards when we were there, though. Egypt drugs, dollar, and trade with BRICS nations. So Egypt is jo- is asking to join BRICS. It looks like Emmanuel Macron is trying to get in right quick. Hold on, let me run through this. Why Emmanuel Macron wants to go to the BRICS summit in South Africa. Also, this is why they was bringing out the guillotines. <laughs> also, South Africa is hosting the summit. And and Putin wants to go, but he they said they might move from South Africa to China because if he goes to South Africa, he will be um, South Africa will be forced to arrest him. Yeah, because of the, the laws court. is on his ass. Yeah, the laws on him. So he it might be in China. So will America, will Macron go to China to meet with BRICS? We'll see. Um, economist Jim Richards predicts unveiling of new BRICS currency says the world is unprepared for the geopolitical shockwave. And last but not least, insanity. White House brings back face masks, social distancing, or yeah. unvaccinated. Ain't nobody falling for that shit. When masks get back on people, it's going to be mandated. Like, <laughs> Regina, Jamie Foxx, a clone Tyrone, is premiering next month, and probably so will Jamie Foxx. <laughs> He's premiering. <laughs> He's premiering with his show premiere. <laughs> is, is there, you didn't really need to do all this to get some I don't know what the show. fuck going on with Jamie. I don't think they need to do that. Not for him. Like they gotta do all this shit to get his show out there. Gotta say he he, he blind, he paralyzed say. in the eyes, <laughs> paralyzed, Damn. halfway paralyzed. Or show must be terrible. They must have reviewed the footage. Now, if it was bad, I think they would just move on. It might be. It must be a great move, and they're trying to make sure it gets a certain level of attention, hype, hype, and all this stuff. By the way, y'all seen that? Y'all gonna see that movie, The Blackening? Nobody <laughs> want to see that shit. I saw somebody say it's kind of trash. Kind of trash. It looked trash. I don't know. Lovecraft Country. On Lovecraft Country was good, but Jonathan Unattractiveness takes you out of. Damn! <laughs> Y'all don't like Jonathan. <laughs> Damn, why are you going in on. She said he's unattractive. Damn, all right. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Uh, Debacle was bizarre. Trying to eat a biscuit. No mercy. I don't eat biscuits. <laughs> I don't like. I don't eat butter biscuits. <laughs> Buttered up. Uh, can't get me with no butter biscuit. Fox has a new movie. What what uh what's the other show we was watching? Um, we got Peripheral. 
We got um, we watching BMF, but I don't know if I'm gonna care about. Yes, the next I want to see the next season of BMF. I don't know, I don't know if I care. What's the other show? You Manifest. Oh yeah, I gotta finish this. I gotta finish the last half of the Manifest. Manifest. You wanna watch that mess? Um, no shit, white boy. Some niggas no hard shit. to get. No, some niggas hard on the eyes. <laughs> some niggas hard on the eyes. <laughs> it's called God's Wrath. Oh, you got two movies coming out. Okay. Wait, what's the other movie they said? Um, was that a movie or a TV show? What's the movie that Regina brought up? Uh, they clone Tyrone. Tyrone, yeah. <laughs> Your black nationality tethered this, you. Uh, Citadel is good, and I need to finish, finish Manifest, uh, Manifest too. too forgot that, about you it. damn skippy. Justif- I haven't watched Justified either. That's the uh, cowboy. Is it ca- yes. a western? Not a western. Brilliantly flawed Manifest. I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I can't. I mean, I'm a ride to the wheels. Fall off with Manifest. Telling you, it's all over the place. We still don't know what the See, hell the going on. See, the thing is, when either. I watch stuff, I like to finish watching it. I don't like to no, start no, no, watching gonna, something and then it just then you just abandon it. That's I'm not crazy. gonna allow these people to waste my time with a bad show. You, if you started out good, well, damn, you, do everything bad to you. No, if you start out a show good and then you start doing dumb stuff, I'm not gonna waste my time and keep watching it. You, you had something good. You had a formula. Why change it? If you fire the writers you had, then that's your fault. I'm out. Yeah, switch it up on folks. What's the other show? Um, couple of shows we were watching um peripheral well we we, we, we uh yellow jacket uh, yeah you don't like yellow jacket what <laughs> uh what was the other show what I'm trying to think i haven't even got around to watching uh uh bear lair haven't finished watching snowfall i have got watched the last two three seasons of snowfall haven't finished that i i finished Shows when I start watching them, no, it's not good. I can't. Uh, decent television is hard to come by. Exactly, um, Shante. Exactly, Regina. Can I? Can you please give me your email address again? Because I thought I copied it in the chat, and uh, I guess I wrote it down wrong. And for some reason, when you try to go back to the last live screen, it won't. Uh, it's not showing the last live screen. Damn, who's she throwing the you sign up to? No, she pointing to the. Oh, they smuggled the gay Jamaican on Manifest. I had to hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. They made it. Yeah. Well, it, it was a woman's. Uh, was it her nephew? Her, or something. Yeah, her she got son, from Jamaica. Yeah. When Travis. All right, all right, George. Come on, man. Lost. Come in... on, George. Okay. Hey, just copy it. You let's do this. Hold on. Yeah. It's hard okay. to copy, so you can just go in there when you're done. Okay. All right. I think we're going to get out of here now. And let y'all go. Been going on long enough. Ran hope y'all stuff. enjoyed the show. Uh, hopefully you did. Hope, 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 hope you did. There wasn't too many, uh, no sounds. <laughs> you said what? I said there wasn't there wasn't too many no sounds, LOL. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said no sound, LOL. <laughs> I just the block, baby. <laughs> What's the last thing you want to say? What's the last thing you want to say? We get out of here, man. Let Thanks for viewing the channel. I hope y'all enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll see you next week if it's uh, the Most High is willing. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Greater audio today, guys. Eight out of ten. Oh, hey, oh, Lord. <laughs>
We got an eight out of 10 for the audio. You know how much I've been struggling with this shit. <laughs> uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna have Sassy Shantae working behind the scenes on the audio. She specializes in that. Who? Sassy Shantae. Oh. <laughs> uh, what is it saying? Thanks guys for the show. Have a good week, everyone. You All have right. a great week too, Y'all have Kifa. a good one too. How y'all said peace to the guys and goddesses in the it's chat. Every character he plays, he looks like a distraction. Damn, honorable <laughs> still going a, in on his walking ass. distraction. Damn, that's crazy. Great show, guys and gals. Have a strong. Have a strong versus week, week one. <laughs> Eight and a half on audio. Thanks, brilliant show. To appreciate man. Yeah. Love you too, Sasha Shante. All right, y'all. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Really appreciate y'all taking the time to come and sit with us and talk a little bit uh please make sure you like it on the way out subscribe if you're not whatever whatever Nigga, they better be subscribed <laughs> oh I'm, I'm putting on subscribe only one of these days we three people in here. huh i'm gonna put it on subscribe only it's gonna be three people <laughs> oh you can show the people yeah, you can put the chat on subscribe only. oh damn show do that next week because <laughs> i want to see because i'm damn choking to say something but anyway man y'all audio will be better with Streamyard next week uh, it's louder. Anytime, George. Any no, I know what he's trying to say. Your audio will be better with StreamYard next week, nigga. You don't gotta throw subliminals. Just say what you gotta say. Say Travis, do fucking StreamYard next week. That's Look, all you gotta say. Yeah, we know we know thoughts camera action. We know she said Jamaican. Do you guys? Yes, we we <laughs> watched thoughts camera action. He's been going in on Black Americans for, for at least years. a fucking year now, <laughs> maybe two years. He don't never fucking talk about any other, but. Uh, is Black groups except for Americans. Is he wrong? And I used to I used to like his content. Is but he no. wrong? Some of the shit. Boule and all that stuff. He not no, wrong. No, he's not wrong on that stuff. He talks some true shit about the Hebrew Israelites, but it's like, damn. Anyway, man. We would like to hear about stuff that goes on in the UK. Like the Black History Month in October in UK. Can you tell us who the fuck this. y'all celebrating for Black History in the UK? We would like to know. We're not doing this again. <laughs> anyway, man. Anyway, y'all, y'all be safe. All praise to the most high. I think he was going that dang Callaway too. Never responded to him. He ain't got enough clout. <laughs> All right. Peace, man.